Today on Mob Rules, we talk about spandex and facts <laughs> <laughs> and and the Inquisition. I'm confused where the spandex comes in. All that, some Twix, and not much else on Mob, Mob Rules. Rules. Where did the spandex come? Yeah, uh, <coughs> welcome to Mob Rules. Yeah, what episode back, are we on? Because we we had we there's some been some confusion. Seventy three, uh, seventy four actually. 74? Because the one I edited was seventy two. Oh, and then you came back and edited one, but just went by the numerical order that was in your folder. I'm assuming. Oh shit! So there's two seventy twos. There's two seventy twos. Oh damn! Which one's better? Let us know. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard heard people talk about that? Like anybody brought it up? I, there was one person who commented and and was like, hey. Uh, what do you mean 72? Do you mean 73? And I'm like, nah, just, just, just deny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm John joined hey, John. by, uh, I'm Ted. And again by, hi, I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. We need, we need more volume on the Danny. Yeah, we need, okay. we need to hear Danny more. Where's, where's the Danny? Well, hey, that's me. That's the oh. correct. Oh. The, yeah, that was, <laughs> that's, that's the no, correct. Turn, keep, <laughs> keep turning that one down. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, that was the right, the right call that's right rude. there. <laughs> All right. So there's Danny. Yeah, can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can, can you hear me? Where? Tune in Tokyo. <laughs> there. There, there we go. Oh, so, man. I mean, this is... Yeah, this we should have done this a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think people have it's missed... It's on the fly. Yeah, that's right. People have missed a really good levels adjustment period. Mm. You know, it's what all good podcasts have at the start. You know, some people have, like, hobby progress and challenges. We just have, you know, <clears throat> level adjustment. You know, I, th- I think, like, that was something I actually r- r- forgot that I enjoyed. Like, back when we had the old board that... Like everything had to be like right out the box instead of being able to like adjust it after the fact, you know? Yeah. Remember the stories about the bunnies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Some of those actually made it into the podcast. I kind of, I, I kind of miss those a little bit, but yeah. at the same time, it's kind of nice having the new board where we yeah. can just cheat and be like, yeah, Ted, will fix it in post. <laughs> we cherry pick the pieces we like, you know? Though, like, I, like, I've, went on my own recording journeys and started kind of recording stuff sans Ted. Oh, okay. And there's, there's been times where I'm like, I'm recording and I'm like, I'll go to edit it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so if I fix all the issues, it sounds like I'm underwater in a cave <laughs> with no one else. But if oh. I don't fix it, it sounds like I'm in like a giant cavern with a billion people. Huh. But that was just my stupidity. <laughs> that's, that's Live right. and learn. Stupidity happens. Yeah, that's what it is. Danny, you look like you have to fart or something. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. He, he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have to, but he wants to. Uh, um, but don't, yeah, it's, don't count me out. <laughs> it's been a real, real busy month mm-hmm. uh, for for me, anyway. Or yeah, uh, I was gonna say, you know, I had to miss last time because work was stupid. Oh. Oh, yeah. And because yeah. I make the medium bucks, I have to go fix some problems. <laughs> the medium bucks is more than the bucks that I make. So that's you get the creative bucks. <laughs> yeah, the sporadic creative bucks. Um, mixed in with the crap I need a coupon because I can't quite afford that right now. Oh, but Michael's is so good for that. Um, but no, I... I haven't gone back to dumpster diving in a while. Oh, that used to be so much fun. So I did used to. Um, yeah? Like, 
not really dive into the dumpster, mm. but you got some pretty good stuff from like around the outsides of it. Oh, what was that? And like when I lived in Washington, oh. like you would drive yeah, around. Yeah, you guys probably have people, better dumpsters than we do. Well, no, people would like push out shit to the edge of the street because they didn't want to pay for people to come and take their table and everything away. Oh, so you're talking like residential? Oh yeah, residential. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like a sidewalk couch. Yeah, yeah, sidewalk okay. couch. Those are good. I've owned some. I've owned several of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very comfortable. As dark as you Vomit possibly may or may can. not be included. There's <laughs> a. Get as dark as you possibly can, so there's no questions. <laughs> it's only, for the best. <laughs> it's like only trust. Um, there was a while where I think like Petco and like Pet Zoo and what was the other one? Pet Smart. Are like, you eating dog food? <laughs> <laughs> I think like one of them like they had dumped like. I don't know, it was like 16 bags of dog food. So I like grabbed up a bunch of them and like started handing them out to my friends. It was like just barely expired dog food, which I don't think anybody should care enough about their dogs to, you know, throw dog food out. Man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My dog eats expensive food. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. He eats Costco food. <laughs> but a lot, but a lot of, ex- but he's an expensive yeah. dog. So oh, okay. like, luckily for us, he doesn't have a lot of allergies. Oh, good. But like. Some some dogs, like especially dogs that are as inbred as mine, like <laughs> they can have some major food allergies, oh. and then that gets expensive. So you have stinky. to give them special food. Oh man, <laughs> he is not allowed to have like fruits and vegetables as treats because wow, it's foul, so foul. <laughs> I made the mistake of like changing the dog food like twice, and like ever since then it was like I remember at one point like three in the morning hearing this like waking up to. <laughs> And like looking at the foot of my bed, and like the dog had just like laid a huge pile, and you know threw her outside, and like Ooh. there I was at three in the morning with like the rug cleaner, like half naked, <laughs> like cleaning that shit. But yeah, just that dog owning life. Yeah, and, and this is why we don't talk about in game stuff. <laughs> that's, that's right. It takes away from the serious conversation. You know, I haven't had any gamers like have the squirts on my bedroom floor, so that is exciting. Oh man, it hasn't happened, Danny. Or... Have you not? Like, can lived? I come over? I mean, our carpets aren't that great, I guess. So, <laughs> so it's all right. Yeah. It's a rental. <laughs> it's a rental. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> We're buying a house, bitches. <laughs> Enjoy the carpet cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Wow. So, what have you guys been up to? Good segue. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <I> know, like... <laughs> I've been up to so much, almost a month's worth of stuff. Wow. I know. It's crazy <laughs> how, that, how that works there. Um, Mathematical. We, we had our... Uh, our first uh, Ultramar tournament of the mm. new era, of it moving away from being a new player um, only kind of thing to okay. like an, an everything event. Okay. Uh, so part of that was reworking every single mission that we had there, because essentially what we were running before was just um, like really cheap ripoffs of old ITC missions from Seventh Edition. Okay. Um, with like very minimal changes. Mm. Um, but great names. <clears throat> yeah, w- with great <laughs> names. Um, and then I continued that tradition forward. So like I wrote six new missions uh, okay. for this packet, and they all have fantastic names. You have yeah. well, Linebreaker featuring Pitbull, um, obviously. You know, returning favorite. <laughs> Uh, and then what was it? It's Terms of Enrampagement. Yeah, was, that was, was great. Another yeah. one. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> Good reference. But yeah, so so like again, like when I and I was talking to someone about it, so like when I write missions, I start with some kind of pun-based title mm. and kind of work backwards from there. See, this is why I've never played an Ultramar. Yeah, because you, yeah. you don't like puns. No, <laughs> I get like this rash on the back of my knee <laughs> every time I hear a pun. 
That's not a challenge, Danny. Please put down the microphone. <laughs> You're feeling for your rash. <laughs> um, but it, it turned out really well. Like I said, I was like I was a little unsure of some of the missions. Like I said, I, I it was drastically changed up from the format it was before. Um, so like there, like before where there was like a primary and a secondary and, you know, you got to figure out who wins primary and then who wins secondary. Hmm. There was just the primary and then the secondary was just sportsmanship. So like after every game, you got a five question questionnaire that said, you know, would you willingly spend your free time to play this person again? Did this person explain what your Ah, army did? Soft scores. Soft scores. Soft scores. That's awesome. So, and while like the decision I made with those is they don't affect your individual round standings, Mm -hmm. but they affect kind of your final overall performance. other thing we put in there was that if your score was less than four after the second round mm-hmm. you would not be asked mm-hmm. to compete in the third round whoa okay. because if you can't get the 40 percent out of two games and some real soft questions and people throw people like i mean people generally don't discount people you know like yeah the soft, like the sportsmanship sure. you know like everybody's trying to give like 90 percent. yeah but i mean danny you saw the quite you were there you saw the questions it would be really really hard to get less you than... would have to be a giant a-hole in order to get <laughs> four points um and then the other thing we put in uh, was i introduced about 15 what i called tertiary missions mm. where you picked two things a game that you were going to do like kind of get a borrowing from what itc does right now okay. but there's all like kind of standard things. So it was like line breaker. If you pick line breaker, if you had a unit in your opponent's deployment zone, and then it gave you got two points. Yeah. And so like you could pick it and tailor it based on your opponent. So you could kind of maybe if you were like if I was matched against you, Ted, and yeah. then like, well, shit, I, there's no way I can possibly score anything against this. Like okay. kind of avoiding that. So like there's always a chance. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they turned out really well. Had some really good feedback on some wording and and, and things like that. Everyone seemed to have fun with them. It was just like kind of the feedback where I was like, hey, any clarification on this? And I'm like, oh, I really should have written that down yeah, like a little mm. better. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good turnout, a really good event. Um, it was really, again, good feedback on that. So, so I was super happy with that there. Uh, I also purchased a, a table full of terrain. Oh, nice. MDF cancer terrain. Something about like being one and done and just like not having to go back and like piecemeal shit and then realize that you didn't quite have enough and then you need to go like yeah. buy more. Like that's I, something about that. Like and especially <laughs> rewarding. Yeah, and especially because there's like a bunch of different tournaments and stuff that I'm running <clears throat> that are expected to be, you know, I, what's it? What's it? Not casual. <laughs> no, um, it's to be kind of like competitive, so like tables, like with appropriate amounts of terrain and oh, line of sight blocking. Okay. Like d- I decided just to kind of pick up a set where it's like a set layout. This is how it is. Uh-huh. It has like four pieces of line of sight bl- blocking terrain, hmm. um, and it's easy to put together, and kind of everything will be in one box. I okay. don't have to worry about it. I don't have to like set up for a game and then be like, shit, I don't have any scatter terrain, <laughs> or man, I really hope I don't get this deployment zone because I'm boned. <laughs> So I started putting that together. That was the uh, that that was from Frontline, right? Yeah, yeah, that okay. was uh, Frontlines. I got their um, <clears throat> was it a uh, field battle set? So is that all set up? Like I, at one point, like they had like a like a map almost. Like all right, it has to be like four point three pieces of train of this size and quality. Oh, or whatever. you no. you might be thinking of Nova. Nova, oh, did they do that? The, yeah, the Nova tournament uh, yeah. had like specific measurements and how far away oh, different shit. pieces of terrain were supposed to be. Okay. And like a minimum height for a piece in the center and things like that. So we were using a template like that at one point up here, right? Years ago, or um, we might have at uh, one point. I'm not sure though, because like every table at Nova is the same, because okay. it has like the same mm-hmm. terrain. Like it's like two forests, two ruins, huh. two like it's like it's it's all symmetrical. So 
Oh, okay. It seemed like LVO was that way a couple years ago, like when I went. Like they had, it was almost the exact same. They had like three or four different tables, and it was the exact same train. And, like, and they on. they may try. I mean, I I think, yeah, yeah. With LVO, they have about four or five different table types. Oh, okay. And it kind of gets replicated, but I think that's like an ease of setup because right now they're like what 300, 400 people. <laughs> no, no. It, so that, yeah. this this year, this last year was five hundred and twelve people was the was the size of the tournament. <laughs> it's a lot um, of they didn't get every. They, I mean, obviously, like you know, you have la- a lot of last minute dropouts. So yeah. I think that they started like dice rolling with f- around four seventy. Oh shit! But they had all five hundred twelve tables yeah. or two hundred fifty six tables like set up. Oh, okay. Um, but. They, I think they had to borrow some terrain this year because oh. there was, not all tables were created equal, I'll just say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they were a little wonky. <laughs> Last year they had a really neat thing where I think like after the end of it, like you could buy that, that table. Yeah, they yeah. did do that so with do some that of their older too. terrain, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, retired some, but I think they've even started keeping some because holy shit if yeah. it's like 520 people this year oh. or whatever it is like next year especially <laughs> if they keep on faqing it as like they do man oh, oh it's gonna get crazy it's good not, what is this like lvo6 or something or it's pretty young Ooh. So it's- yeah no you're right i mean it's it, yeah it hasn't been going on for very long mm-hmm. for sure but like the, the growth of it is ridiculous yeah. But I guess that's what you get for holding it in a major hub party town. <laughs> I think they were saying they get about 50% growth every year or something like that. That's bananas. That's yeah. a lot. That's huge. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> Half inch or so. <laughs> yeah. That's good that, oh, you, no, 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 it's no, good no, that no. you quantify it. Yeah. It's not that kind of growth. Inverse, not it, less. One. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking of inverse tech. <laughs> n- another great segue. <laughs> what, what have you been up to in the past couple of weeks? Oh, man. Um, so I can't remember if I mentioned that I played a game. So, uh, my friend Tyler and Nick, um, Nick hasn't played, but he's been like really vehement and like interested in a uh, 40k, uh, and his orcs. And, um, you know, like each time he's like, man, I'm going to buy this, 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 he gets really excited about things. And so Tyler and I are like, I, I can see like Tyler just biting his tongue and I do the same too. And after, after every once in a while, I'm like, all right, you got to f- play a fucking game first before you like spend too much money. And so we like, uh, it took a while and I, I gave him like a major like hand wringing, uh, one day, um, he's like, okay, okay, I'll play a game with you guys this weekend. And I was like, crap, I got like a whole bunch of plans. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll back out of all my other plans and we'll do this. Um, and then, uh, plans are for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so, so we get him over and I think like it was, it was neat because like it was neat to like, because I think like after a while, you know, when you've been playing so long, your mind starts working in one particular pattern, you know, like you start to think in the progression of thought that you've adapted for the last, like, however many, many, many years. <laughs> and and uh, um, I think it's kind of neat and refreshing to, like, have somebody come in with, like, all these questions. And you're like, no, you know, like, my, my instantly I want to be like, no, you idiot, it's not that way, it's this other way. And like, oh, no, wait, that's right, you have not experienced all those other ways, <laughs> and so you don't necessarily come to those pre-conclusions. I have a term for that. What is that? Addition fatigue. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially said for you where you've just played like a whole bunch of second edition games. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> now oh, into God. eighth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Those are very polar opposite. Yeah. He's going to be like, hey, my, my captain's throwing a vortex grenade. And they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> Is that a stratagem? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you're going to get my movement template out. <laughs> Where's your vehicle data sheet? Yeah. I thought that was just a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, uh, a foot of Gork and Mork, like the thing was amazing. Anyway, so so we're playing with him, and I think like it was neat. Like after the fact, I'm like all right, so what did you learn? He's like, okay, I guess I will change like these certain other things, and so like it felt really good. Like is you know like all right, we're gonna get you on like a, a a positive path, and then like after you spent all this time like creating a Morkanaut, you're gonna realize like that was last edition. Here's a Gorkanaut, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so um so it was really cool. Uh, and then it, it's been like very limited on, on the 40 K uh, otherwise like hobbying. Cause I got like, I probably saw pictures. I know you've seen pictures at least of the, uh, um, like the, uh, a tribal health consortium locally. Like, yeah, you did this really man. rad, like diorama. That looks cool. Wait, <laughs> the guy's blue jeans <laughs> are, are really good. <sighs> gray, <laughs> like adding gray to blue. Like it took me a while to figure that one out. Like, all oh, right. Did like, you blue jeans aren't j- typically ever blue. think about kind of doing like a stop motion animation movie? Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just to kind of set it up, like, so they were doing this like septic system, and it's like one twenty fourth scale, roughly. I, the guy's the size of a GI Joe, which is amazing because I found at one point, like, I grabbed my son's Kylo Ren doll or like action figure and stuck it in there into this like mock toilet like bathroom and like <laughs> took pictures of him like looking into the gazing into the mirror <laughs> that i got from like a doll supply at michael's <laughs> so but yeah it's like the bathroom and like everything that goes in like it goes into this tiny little septic tank the down there and i had to create the base for it but we 3d printed everything else and yeah so that was really amazing and i was really proud of myself because i found like one of the uh uh Amager, um uh uh, water transfers and I gave him like a little a little uh, stallion oh yeah shirt. yeah <laughs> so a little 40k slipped in there <laughs> nice, nice job <laughs> yeah and I'm probably the only person that would notice it like, like, when it up. yeah I thought you just painted that so now I'm even more impressed because <laughs> everybody knows using water slide transfers is way harder than actually oh. painting stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason none of my stuff has transfers <laughs> thankfully it wasn't a space brain shoulder pad like, the worst <laughs> so i think that was about and it's been like a lot of like just dabbling with other little things like wanting to take a break and work on a spartan or work on like what i've found is i leave all my orcs like on a shelf next to my paint station so as i'm going along and like painting something with my airbrush and i have like a little bit of like some ochre color i go oh, i'm gonna paint that guy's that orcs uh, uh pants there we go so now like slowly all the orcs that haven't been painted have like different colored pants <laughs> So they're getting painted by association. <laughs> exactly. They get hand-me-down pants from various projects. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, But I think that's about all I've been up to. Feels like a lot, but it's just a lot of time. And no, it is. That things. is a lot. Yeah. What have you been up to, Danny? Uh, let's see. So I'm just going to rewind back about a month. Oh, okay. So that seems like... That's that a cool like thing that, to do. Yeah, I've heard what? that it's. I've heard it's a thing to do. <laughs> yeah, as you do, I so get, to speak. Yeah, stop showing up on the podcast <laughs> so I can like tell you about stuff I've done in a month. <laughs> go back to the way back machine. So yeah, the way so way you, back. You machine. got like a month and a half since you were last on, right? Or is it two months? Uh, yeah, which is actually like a shorter time period than I ever have been on the podcast. So, uh, so the last I'm, time was like a year and a half. I expect years. to have like a guest star like credit. <laughs> In this episode. So it'll be a really good visual right at the end. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Thank you. I really, yeah, that's important to me, a visual in the podcast. Well, when, when Dave gets stopped by uh, the Icelandic uh, INS and is <laughs> deported back to his, la- the <laughs> Icelandia, I don't know, like kept there until his uh, terrorist visa. <laughs> He's got to eat those rotten Greenland sharks that they hang out for like <laughs> six months. I, I can't do an Icelandic accent. 
John I don't Peter even know what that is. It's like Nordic, I guess. Sure. I mean, not with insulting at least 20 people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just so. think, just visualize Bjork. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do. I mean, don't do that, but like. <laughs> That's one dress. <laughs> anyway, so, hobby stuff. What you been up to? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, I got to, so, I've had a couple of armies released for codexes that I like. Uh, mm. I've had Necrons and Dark Eldar come out. Um, which I'm super excited about both books. Okay. Gotten to play a couple games with each codex. I got to play with the Necrons in the last Ultramar tournament. Oh, rad. Which was pretty cool. How do you like the new book? Uh, the new Necron book? Yeah. Uh, it's super cool. Okay. Yeah, I really like the uh, uh, the different dynasties are all really powerful and, mm. and good. And they feel, I mean, fluffy based on what fluff there is for the different dynasties, right? Okay. Because they haven't really, I don't know that they've actually defined like a style of warfare for each Necron dynasty yeah, in the no, past. Really. Like, so I think that they're getting kind of more into that and giving them their own personality, so to speak. Mm. Like some of them are more standoffers, some of them are more aggressive, that kind of thing. So was it, it seemed like uh, the, the flavor of the army almost came from the, the Overlord or whatever sure. the character. Did, did, do you feel like they took the Overlord as like a cue for their play style or? Well, okay. So like for me, I'm most interested in the oh, Nihilac well, we, dynasty. We, we got you on edge. Oh yeah! Ooh. All right, take a shirt off and All throw right. in. I, not today. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, so I'm I'm really interested in the Nihilac Dynasty because that's the way that my Necrons are painted. I think they look really cool. That's okay. the teal and gold. Mm. So they're supposed to be super rich. Um, so they have to like display their gold, and they're kind of standoffish. So mm. they're really defensive. And their overlord is uh, Trazy and the Infinite. Okay. Um, so he's the guy who goes around and collects stuff. So he's got like Creed on stasis and some mysterious figures and stuff like that. Does he have so, gold teeth? I mean, he probably he should have probably. a gold grill. Yeah. Uh, if you paint him, yeah. give him a gold grill. Yeah, okay. I can do that. That says Necron tear on the I'll show tooth. You. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll give him a gold eyedrop too, Ted. <laughs> Thanks. Like, tear, Thanks. Like, like teardrop tattoo. Yeah. I killed someone oh, once. <laughs> That's how he got to the overlord position. That's right. He had to, to blood in or oil in. God, he shanked a motherfucker on he's the super, <laughs> He's super cowardly though, like in the fluff. Because like, he transfers his consciousness into other Necron lords when he dies. Oh, Okay. Like and so he's like subsumes their, I mean, their that's personality. Just smart. That's not cowardly. Well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, sure. <laughs> anyway, like if you get shot and you put your brain in another body, you're like the coward didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. He just is. He's he's a little bit tricky for my mindset as far as Necrons go. They're not like. I would say they're pretty, like, the single-minded annihilation kind of theme mm. that they have mm-hmm. has always been my favorite part about them. Like, they don't really care about anything else other than exterminating life. I mean, now, though, of course, as the Codex and has evolved and things like that, they have other motivations. Oh, okay. And they're not enslaved by the Satan and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that stuff has all changed. Anyway, yeah. so I like the Nec- <laughs> I, I really like the Necron book. It's pretty good. I was I had a really good time at Ultramar. I took kind of a really nice balance list and oh, wow. uh, was able to do pretty good. Uh-huh. Um uh, and it was cool to see some of the n- newer players to the game, and and hopefully I've given them some tips and things like that that they can use as they as they go forward. Uh, yeah. Get good, uh, read your book, <laughs> quit I, sucking. I think one of one of the things we gosh, put Danny, it, thanks a lot. Yeah. I hadn't thought about not sucking. You're the best. <laughs> one of the things like we put in the Ultramar missions against kind of like to not scare the newer players away is there's an entire phase before the game begins mm-hmm. where you sit and describe your army and explain the synergies it does. Oh, so if if like weird. before the game, like this is my 
Eldar army. I'm going to use the Cloud Strike stratagem on this big thing here to keep <laughs> it off the. So like, so yeah. when you're playing the game, there's no oh shit, you can do that. Because a lot of these players aren't going to be able to be like, say, someone like like us who spends like thousands on books of, for armies we don't play, uh-huh. um, or in Danny's yep. case, they do play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, which armies all? <laughs> so yeah, there was this entire round with the explanation, and then at the end of the every, every game, Danny was like, "Hey man, do you mind if I give you some advice?" Uh-huh. And he was sitting, go. He went back over the game with a couple of the guys, and you know, you could have done this and this here, and you did this really well, and it was like really a great learning experience for them. That's cool. Yeah. See, I think like if I if I had played in that, it would have been like sort of the synergies. Well, the orange goes really well with the purple, and like, I think his cape kind of adds like a flow to the. <laughs> like, what's a synergy? <laughs> if you look at this color wheel, yeah, <laughs> the complementary colors are really. <laughs> no, I just want you yeah, to the next game to be like uh, like hold up a color wheel and just play some really soothing music and just slowly rotate it around <laughs> and just be like synergy, synergy. <laughs> god that makes sense (laughs) so that's why i win super yeah dude well it's (laughs) it's all about the it's all about the colors that i put on my models let me tell you um and the dark eldar book came drukari sorry yeah uh that came out uh super excited about that as i am an eldar fanatic Mm. um so i'm really looking forward to getting yeah, whatever. <laughs> you can't correct don't use, yourself on don't, Dark Elder. Yeah. I, mean, don't, I won't. <laughs> don't use my slave name, <laughs> Mr. Johnson. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sorry. So, I, I like the Eldari a lot. Um, so, it's man, that <laughs> book is so good. Like, it's so so good. Mm. I'm super excited about getting them on the table. But we'll we'll see. I gotta. I got another couple of tournaments left to play. I'm going to be playing some demon. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm going to be playing demons in the next couple of tournaments. Oh, cool! So, because I'm trying to get that ITC score up for those, mm. I'd like to. Because you were third overall. In yeah, right now, I right? was. I was third, like maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I've dropped down to sixth, um, but I'm the highest person with two events under my belt. How many people have scores? Like, oh, this year, demons so far. Oh, I don't know. Probably, I don't know. 50 or 60 probably i would okay. guess uh, stall <laughs> all right <laughs> wow it's like in the top six percent or whatever like you but, you're in well yeah and third. i'm like uh i, I want to say i looked today i was like 140th overall in itc which oh, is wow. not bad that's, that's not amazing bad. how many people are in the itc last year was eight thousand, but okay. i was like there is um currently 124 demon player okay demon cool hmm so yeah badass danny that's pretty good yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy with that yeah and uh hopefully i can get that score up once i get some more events under there un, under my belt so did they do like the best in faction awards at uh lvo this yeah. year yeah. yeah did you get one no oh no i made uh i made because top... they didn't have a legion of the damn uh section <laughs> yeah that that was it <laughs> i uh i made top 20 in eldar Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. Like, top 20 overall, and I was 102nd overall in ITC. Mm. So, I just almost didn't... Br- I almost broke that top 100, which is what I would really like to do this year. So... You gotta keep goals. rolling those demons then, right? Well, yeah. I'll probably switch to something that I'm better with once I get done. I'll probably switch to Eldar, Dark Eldar, a combination so thereof. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> the one told- army. Do you have one? Uh, no, not anymore. I oh, sold okay. them. I mean, I've had them. Yeah. Um, we've all had them yeah <laughs> i remember i was like 15 and i bought a canoness because i was going to start sisters of battle army but then yeah. young me figured out how much that would cost 
And then Ooh. I was like, I'm going to go back to my Dark Angels. <laughs> was that when you could buy them on the peg? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like okay. the blister packs on the pegs. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And they were like, Classic. look at this, this beautiful Battle Sister squad for only like. I think it was like 60 pounds or something like that at what? the time. It was like, because it was 10 metal models. It was like 40 oh, pounds or 50 gosh. pounds. Whatever it was, it was ridiculous at the time. Oh, uh, okay. Was and that yeah. third edition or second? It was uh, second. Oh, wow. They were that expensive back then. Yeah. I've owned two Sisters Armies, actually. I've sold them both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won, I won one when I won an Ardboy semifinal in California. Oh, okay. And that was like, that was like a $2,000 army then. So I was like super stoked. How many points was it? 2K. Okay. So if you or no twenty five hundred, they sent painted. No, no. Okay. <laughs> they sent they sent me like six boxes of battle sisters and six rhinos and nine penance and engines Damn. and like I mean it was like a whole box filled with shit. Okay. And then uh, box of boxes. Right. And then I sold that because I got tired of it. And then I bought another one for as, s- as they're back home, like crying, like knowing that, like we paid this much in shipping just so you could have that shit. <laughs> they actually had to ship it twice. I felt kind of bad for them. <laughs> wow, it um, must have been a bastard of a charge. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I got another one secondhand, but I sold that. But man, uh, okay. those things sell for so much money. Like when you want to get rid of them. When Blastic like, Sisters come out, those things are going to like tank. Oh, yeah. so gotta, people gotta, are happy with their I, I mean, that like that back and forth, like, do I paint up the ones I have or sell them now? Like, you, you sell them now and then buy the plastic ones next year because, like, yeah. right now, your, your value is at its highest and it's only going down. Right. Actually, just kidding. Your values have now gone down as of today. Yeah. If Why? you have more than three of anything, three outside of, of troops. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah, so so I mean, you just take a bunch of battle sisters and transports. Sure. So do uh, sisters have rhino, uh, razorbacks? No, no, they have emulators. Yeah, but are those a dedicated transport? Um, Probably. I they might mm, they I, might be fast attack. I mean, I want to point uh. out that this is why we don't talk about like sisters on the table. <laughs> <laughs> we had oh. we had a, a new listener comment. It was like he listened to our sisters of battle episode. Yeah, and he commented. He was like, "Hey, I was really disappointed. I got to that. You guys didn't talk about how they played on the table at all." And I'm like, oh. dude, we barely know the fluff. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I played with them on the table was like third edition. <laughs> so I actually got to play uh, against them in ITC fairly recently. Okay. And I haven't played against them this edition, and they are really good. Hmm. Like they have Celestine. Uh, Celestine, of course, has got a bunch oh, of tricks. Yeah. She's really powerful. But just the normal battle sisters with the Axe of Faith are really powerful. Like getting hmm. extra shooting bays out of something or... Being able to move again, that kind of stuff. Super, super good. Huh. Yeah. It's dope. It is. It's super dope. Super dope. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, we also, even just yesterday, had a 12-hour uh, paint challenge that oh, we stole yeah, yeah, from yeah. a GW store uh, <laughs> that, that I totally forgot about. Like all the painters and everything? Just yeah. brought them over from the GW store? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just completely stole it, like brick. <laughs> brick. You will paint here now, <laughs> and we will sell them. <laughs> like, Ted, you cut down some like really actually super good boards so we didn't trash the table oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you yeah for sure it, it worked out really well actually oh, it, it was super super good um but yeah the, the whole idea was you you bought a start collecting box and you had mm-hmm. 12 hours to assemble and paint it God, i was really excited about like coming to an event at tier one like i was like all on board with that i was like i really don't need to buy any models i really don't like i have closet full of models but i will do this anyway because i need to support and then it was like oh we're gonna go on a camping trip like oh fuck 
God damn it. It's like fuck you, nature. And, and then <laughs> and then I had to cancel that because of like the the 3D printed bathroom. <laughs> like, so it was oh. like I canceled the can- can- anyway. But you got to put Kylo Ren in a in a scale toilet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> but no, it was super good. We had a uh, 20 people sign up, 18 yeah. people show. Rad. Um by the end of the night, we had three completed uh, star collecting boxes. I was not one. No, really? It looked like I saw pictures. Like it looked as though you had stuff that was painted. Oh yeah, no, I got through stuff. I just didn't finish. Did anybody bring an airbrush? We weren't allowed to. Okay, weren't allowed. I was thinking about like setting up a table outside the door and like running an extension cord. You should just be like airbrushing five dollars. Yes, exactly. Dude, you want a sick fade? You want a nice sick fade? Just go and drop your shit right here. (laughs) (laughs) Old Greg will take care of that. (laughs) Oh, you want a wet blend? That's gonna be another five (laughs) dollars. So what is Ted painted everybody's shit? <laughs> but no, like I said, it was a super good time. There's just there's yeah. about twelve of us around one table, like six of us around another table, and just like cool hanging out, assembling, painting, and a lot of shit talking, <laughs> good. a lot of shit talking. That's what it's about. I was able to uh, plastic glue a model to my finger. <laughs> I don't how even do know do how that? that's possible. It's plastic glue. Right. I know. What is your finger made out of? Danny, you bore witness. What is your goddamn diet? I, I, I went like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it. It did not fall off. Dude, it was weird. Wow. Well, John, you're actually a real doll. I've you're not a human. <laughs> I've never seen it's like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I managed to glue. It's like, that's why I use plastic glue so it doesn't stick to my yeah. finger. Um, but, yeah, I managed to uh, assemble and paint an entire uh, Nighthawk box, which. Mm. Considering some of that model, that big model is a pain in the ass. <laughs> and Danny, you go through like the majority of a Dark Eldar start collecting. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty happy with my progress. I got done with the Venom and the Three River Jet Bikes. And mm-hmm. like the witches were probably five or six paint colors away from being done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. And you were dissatisfied and threw them in the trash. Like, I can finish on time. <laughs> No, I took them home and put okay. them on my desk to languish for, for all eternity. <laughs> See, Think about what they did. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the real interesting start collecting challenges. You buy the set and anything you don't finish by the end of the night is just smashed in front of you with a hammer. Whoa. That would be fucked. I don't know if I could do that. Like, it's done. Your basing is done. It's done. The basing is black. Oh, wow. But yeah, I saw two of the, the three armies that finished. So my little Age of Sigmar army was finished, but it was all spooky ghost green. Uh, the other army that was completely finished was a Necron army that was completely silver. And the other one was a Tau army that was also one or oh, two colors. Oh, my God. So you got to game that system. Yeah. So was there like a prize for people who completed? No, no it's just, just prestige. Personal challenge. Just prestige. Oh, okay. And like uh, the, the store owner who put it on was super nice. She gave us all like the Citadel water cups. Like So oh, everyone cool. who participated got like a little water jug. And she bought us pizza. She nice. did. Yeah, and it was, it was it was super good. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was good for us. It was good for the store. It was. A re- I am really looking forward to the next time we do one of those. Yeah, I was mm. talking to to the store owner about it. I was like, well, you know, about probably about four months from now. Because I don't think that's something you can have like every no. month or even yeah. heck four times a year. I think it's too I much. <laughs> Just because you missed the last one doesn't mean <laughs> what. Honestly, there there has to be like a star collecting box I want out there too because uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Um, I, there's nothing that was a right huge now. problem, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was like, Well, I was like, because I'm really focusing on my Aldari for, for 40k, so I gotta get back into playing more. But I'm like, There's nothing I, I need in that box. I already have uh-huh. like 20 of these, I have like four of these, so I'm like, All right, <laughs> adult gamers with bank account problems. <laughs> oh, man, a 14 year old me would be like, The fuck, man, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> um, 
but yeah like i said it was just, it was a really good atmosphere as well and it was like everyone was super chill like people were giving each other advice and asking for help and kind of i mean and ted you've run like a ton of hobby nights like that's the mm-hmm. best part about it yeah yeah for is sure. like like um gary one of our local gamers well like, that and like have somebody like break your window like yeah. that's pretty much on the top yeah, that's we, we were far away from the glass <laughs> okay, i think for that good. reason but yeah when the local concerned, Danny. what happened oh it's a re- oh, like one of the hobby nights like one of the guys was leaving and like another one like ran to the garage door to say goodbye and like he was just gonna like startle him and like uh like bang on the door oh. his fist went through the window yeah it's still cardboard right now. <laughs> sophisticated home security system <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> but yeah uh, like i said it was just it was it was super fun so yeah cool. gary one of our local players like he was like hey look at this thing like and he did like just the like the the metal spray and then like agrax earth trade and it looked really good oh rad and i'm like oh hey man you just put some gold on there make it pop oh okay. yeah you know like just stupid things like that yeah. like i asked danny i'm like hey man uh, like shoot like because i have ghosts so like, i don't want to do like blood should i just do like ooze and he's like yeah sure and it was funny because like danny you're known as like kind of like like a really good player of the game i think four people were like hey danny He's like, yeah. He's like, how should I build this vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> what gun should I give it? <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of that. <laughs> a little bit of gaming assist. That's okay. But yeah, no, like I said, good time was had by all. I met a couple people I hadn't really spent a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, and it was like super nice because there were some people like, oh man, I didn't, I just, I barely even got everything assembled. But, but hey man, you got an entire box assembled. And, you know, that, that's the important thing is, like, celebrating everyone's progress, no matter what it is. We can't all have monocolored armies. Mm, that's right. Unless so, you're yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or spooky ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to point that out, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know what I am. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, we're going to take a quick yeah. break, and we're coming back and talk right. about something. Rhinocomastia <gasps> is a myth, and so is gout. Ever met somebody with gout? I thought so. Why do we know much about these? Because we are soy. It is our job to know about your body. What we do know is, soy is a complete protein that can replace animal protein. It is a great dietary fiber and can reduce your LDL and triglycerides. We also know that if you develop man boobs, it is not our fault. It is your dad's. Soy milk. It's not as bad as they say. That was it. <laughs> what do you want me to the stop? No, like, no, no. It's, it's dangerous when that happens. It is. We we are back um, yeah. for after a completely real break. So I was I was holding on to um, uh, a desire this entire time, and this is why me and Danny are both sitting down facing you. <laughs> yeah. What is your desire, Ted? Tell me about your desire. Never <laughs> never turn your back to Ted. <laughs> I dropped my contact lens in your pants. Um, <laughs> but it was the FAQ. It was oh. the FAQ. Like, I think up until, like, we started recording, we kept wanting to talk about the FAQ, and I kept... Yeah, we had to stop ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's a completely different game. Like, to me, like, the FAQ for today was, like, mm. the difference between 6th edition and 7th edition. You think it's, so? It's, yeah. It's, like, 8.25 at least. And I'd want, only want to give it a .25 because, like, there can be more changes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. man, like, so good. I was literally listening to the live broadcast in my car going to work this morning, mm-hmm. and I was cheering when, like, they would say things wow. that they were doing. I was so happy. I had so, my... so some of the things that they were, they were, like, they were responding to 
like things that had happened at like LVO and at Adepticon, right? And like people's like concerns and comments, right? Sure. Well, in addition and, to like all the events in the UK and Europe as well. Okay. And as well as they, they have don't like really a, count. And they, well, they have a general. <laughs> well, yeah. What have the English ever given us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's also like um, a regular oh, email address. Like I think it's GW uh, 40kfaqs at gamesworkshop.com where okay. you email your questions oh, and concerns and okay. things like that. So it built off of that as well. Um, because like as much as GW is now like being like a bigger part of the community, they're mm-hmm. also doing a really good of just not being like solo competitive, like and purely listening to competitive sure. play and how that is. Huh. Um, I mean, like even when you listen to to Pete Foley talking about it today, or like the guys talking about it today, there was the, like tiny bits of shade at like purely competitive play in there. Mm. Um, so like I said, I don't think that like solely informed it. I think it's super good at showing what gets broken quickly. Okay, so what was some of the uh all right, all right. So, so, how should we start this? Uh, should we talk about so, what has changed, or should we talk about like uh, I think, how he delivered it? I think going through them, uh, as far as like going through beta rules that became actual okay. rules now, and then going into like maybe talking about some of the big game changing rules. Yeah. Okay. So, is so that okay? Yeah. Let's talk so, about- so, so the interesting thing is like we have we have changes, and then we have beta changes, right? So we have some things that are like this is on the table. You should try this, right? Right. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. So, like, uh, for instance, uh, maybe, what was that, maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. um, they put in the beta smite and the beta character targeting rules. Okay. So, um, beta smite was that you got a minus one to cast smite every sing- every time after the first that you that you attempted to cast it. Okay. So, now they've changed it to increase the warp charge difficulty by one instead. And they've exempted cer- certain units from different codexes from getting the mi- or getting the, the the positive changes to uh, to to the to the because warp charge. It was originally brought about because Smite was spammed oh, horribly. Yeah. So, like in the first like few months of Eighth Edition, you would get lords. like malefic lords, which you know by themselves weren't bad, but when you had like twenty of them, or like you know even <laughs> ten of them, like each yeah. casting Smite, then it was just it was too much because there's a very little you could do to to kind of counter that. So they went like hard with that beta rule where they're like, hey, it's minus one to cast every time. So like after like what, six or seven smites, they just couldn't cast it anymore. Sure. Okay. Um, armies like Grey Knights. Except for I think two armies, right? There's two armies that was the Eldari and Thousand Sun? No, it was at Grey Knights and Thousand Suns, but even oh, okay. then they were still at the minus one as well in the oh, beta rules. So, I gotcha. so they were still penalized. So they got for that. they got fucked over hard on that because that's that's their gig. Grey Knights, you're like a small elite army. So yeah, yeah. you should be able to spam smite a little bit because that's all you got. Sure, mm. and their smite is weaker than a normal smite as well. Yeah, so mm. so they they kind of pull back a little bit on it from tanking it from like beta to alpha, um, where now you always succeed in an eleven or twelve, no matter what. Well, so the thing that the thing that changed the most to me, like, well, there's two changes, obviously, like the yeah. the uh, exemptions for Grey Knights and Thousand Suns, which is <clears throat> huge for those armies. In addition, um, when you get the minus one to cast, it prevented you from doing super smites. Mm-hmm. So you could never, after the second time you cast it, you could never get a super smite again unless you had a bonus to cast. Uh-huh. Now, since they just increased the the difficulty, as long as you rolled the 11 or 12, you could always get the D6 damage super smite. Oh, shit. Um, which is awesome. Like, that's yeah. great. Because okay. it's never like the real world, like, oh my God, that guy smited that dude so hard that I could never do it like that. Like, <laughs> Like like the third psyker really getting in his own head and be like, Oh shit, I can't do this, man. He's he's oh, just so wow. good. He's just so much better than me. <laughs> his smite is so much bigger than mine. Like, Tiberius, like self conscious Tiberius. <laughs> yeah. Is he cut? 
<laughs> but yeah, so that I think that's a great change. Yeah. And I think that really, like I said, it helps out your smaller elite armies, like, you know, your thousand sons, your great knights who kind of need that crutch of smite to, to work really well. Sure. But also kind of punishes you for just taking 75 things to, to smite the shit out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I'm glad that they toned it down super hard and then walked it back a little bit. I think that was a good compromise. Mm. Um, and then the other change, or, or the other beta that rule that became normal is the character targeting rule. And I don't oh. believe that they changed anything about this particular rule from its beta version, which is great because the change made it so that you can't shoot at a character unless it's the closest model to you. And it doesn't have to necessarily, like if there are other models that are closer yeah. uh, but not visible, because that's the way it isn't, that w- that's the way it originally was in the rule book. Uh-huh. And so what people were doing were blocking the closer units for line of sight with like rhinos and stuff like that so they could snipe the characters with like last cannons and oh, that kind weird. of thing. Okay. Yeah, so because technically by the rules, that's how it worked. Okay. Um, and then they encountered the issue where people were shielding their characters with like Eversource or uh, with Kalexus Assassins <laughs> because oh. you only hit them on sixes. And so if they were the closest thing, you could oh, only damn. hit everything on sixes. So okay. you could like shield your whole army of characters. Yeah. With, with assassins, that's an yeah, with expensive characters. shield though. If you're gonna actually spend that to do that, oh, but it's worth it. it. Like, it? If, yeah, like, but if you run like six Kalexus assassins, that's a lot of points. Not that many. No, it's, it's like, like six. It's less than six hundred. They're like what 85, 90 points. Oh, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, and, and so they'd for, have like Golemin and a bunch of other combat characters like hanging behind six them. Six of them, then that's at least six units like that have to shoot at those models. Okay. And it's just it was it was pretty gross. It's pretty dumb. So th- so basically, <laughs> you can ignore other characters for that for that for determining which unit is the closest, okay. as long as they have nine or less wounds on their profile. Did they bump it up to twenty or what was the? I thought there was something about uh, no, it was ten or more. Yeah, ten or ten. Oh, okay. or, yeah, so ten or more wound characters. Okay. Um, you have to shoot at them first because they're like a big monster usually tar- kind of target. Okay. Because you're all scared of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then that I, was. I that did was the math, much. and that guy has ten wounds. I'm going to shoot at him. Uh. <laughs> well, I think it's more like, oh man, it's Ruby Gulliman. Oh no. <laughs> oh shit, it's a hive tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was pretty much it for the the old beta rules. They yeah, just kind of yeah, introduced those it. two. Yep. Um, and the new ones were did a lot of work there, ooh, right? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. No more imperial or chaos soup. Sort of. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So they did a good compromise there, I think. Um, you can't combine them within one detachment. So oh, you can't have a detachment that, that is okay. like just chaos. So it like, yeah. like mixes codexes. But you can have like an Imperium army and still have it be Battleforged. Mm. So you can have like a guard detachment, a space marine detachment, you know, and like a custodes attachment or something like that. Like that or detachment. That, that That's fine. Okay. Um, it, which is good because it allows, it, it takes away stupid, some stupid combos. <laughs> Yeah, but it still lets people play with their army. They just have to rejig it a little bit, mm-hmm. and they can still have allies, which is yeah. Which is and that, cool. that's something that's like super cool about the FAQ is that generally they've fixed a lot of issues without banning or yes, getting rid of anything. Mm. You know, whereas I've seen other things be like, yeah, this like some magic stuff, like oh yeah, this card is banned, or you know, or like this thing is, or even the Ultramar tournaments that we run, it's yeah. like. This for this detachment is banned. There's none of that, and it's a lot of what came out today fixes like eighty five percent of the current problems. Oh, what was it the uh, um, the double dip on uh, uh, feel no pains? Uh, yeah. Getting rid of that. Yep, they got rid of that, which is yeah. which is which is fine. And like, I didn't realize that, that was even a thing until like that game with uh, uh, Nick. This is like also like thinking differently when you have like new people. He's like, 
huh, this rule, huh, this rule. Like, wow, you get multiple feel no pains? Holy shit. All sure. Right. Yep. Start rolling dice. All right, so here's your like, save. Nope. Here's your So four up. Nope. Feel your... no pain. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Robotic body. Nope. Yeah. Savior of the Emperor. Nope. And you're like, fuck, just <laughs> don't even worry about the wound. How did that orc have Savior of the Emperor? Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just roll it. Well, like Iron Hand's Dreadnought is a good example. And mm-hmm. that hits close to home, right? Like an Iron Hand's Venerable Dreadnought. Okay. Because like the Iron Hands get a six of feeling the pain. Yeah. And then the Venerable Dreadnought has a six of feeling the pain. Oh right. So you could kind of double dip there pretty easily. Okay. Um, but not anymore. And that was so I think sorry, like where my the, yeah see like I, I was still stuck in my uh, seventh edition mindset. So when I was playing with the Venerable Dreadnought, it was like, all right, we'll just use that five plus. No shit, it's immobilized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah good and times. <laughs> the other kind of so so some of the big changes. If we, move on a little yeah, there yeah. to some of the the completely game changing changes um something the the eighth edition 40k has been so far has been i would need to either minimize my drops so i go first or you know have a better chance of going first because that alpha strike has been oh almost game changing that got the yeah. big nerf stick um and it I mean, I wouldn't. Nerf is such a strong word. It got taken out of the toolbox. I would say more than anything else. Yeah. Nerf, nerf implies so. that you know. I think they exchanged an alpha strike for a beta strike. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and specifically, I think they mm. took out a, like a close combat alpha strike and replaced that with a beta strike because I still think you can get uh, like a shooty alpha strike, but you just yeah. have to just pull stuff on the table. Like, like for, okay. for me, reading the rule, like and the new rule is... Sorry, we don't even talk about that. Yeah, part. the <laughs> rule is um, anything starting the table in reserves. Well, first off, I think they're using PowerPoints now and at least half of your PowerPoints have to start on the table. Yeah, it's drops and PowerPoints discounting units and vehicles, which I'm glad they clarified yeah. because that has been a stickling point um, for some people. If mm. they come out of reserve, turn one, you must deploy them in your deployment zone. Okay. Which is huge. Right. That is a massive change. So you can alpha strike your own guys. Well, it just... it like, Harold just shot you in the back, motherfucker. <laughs> well, what it does is before, like, I would take, um, like, units of rangers uh-huh. or my other to place out in the field. Space Marine players oh. would take scouts to kind of start blocking off parts of the table so you couldn't alpha mm. strike down and, like, charge and kill the stuff. That takes away kind of the need to do that a little bit. So that still exists. You're fine with the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Because the, the Rangers happened before the game starts and they didn't get rid of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. But, but I'm saying, okay. like, but you would take those units oh, to yeah. start blocking the off the board to right. screen so you couldn't be alpha struck like that. Uh, okay. Um, what it says to me now, like, so, so turn one, you have to deep strike or come in from reserve in your own deployment zone. Turn two is normal. It's just like it is just now. You can come mm. down anywhere. For me now, like my reserves, that is almost for protecting my stuff. Yes. So like my like for example, my 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 Eldari army, like I will definitely keep um, a couple of my tanks out in the air because it's got to you know stay in reserve. Okay. You know, like I can guarantee this won't be killed before I can shoot it. <laughs> and kind of that's really for me what reserve is now. Um, like I said. There's still a couple of, like funky interactions that kind of break it, but honestly, like I think like Alpha Strike Assault is pretty pretty gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still so I, I've I've some of the Blood Angels players and stuff like that locally have been talking about it. Like, oh yeah, well, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna affect me much. But I think that honestly, it does affect them quite a bit. Like, even though they may not have dropped their guys down by turn two, it gives it gives the other the other person a chance to push out of their deployment zone. And if they've already have forward, like the forward advancing models, 
like they can push out even further. So if they don't have anything to block those guys, you can really push them back into yeah. their own deployment zone mm. already. So, I mean, that really hurts that those kinds of armies. Because if they don't come down on turn three, they're dead. Yeah. So you can't really drop them turn one. Mm. You drop them turn two. But if you if you just fill the board, then that really reduces where you can go. So you start, I don't know, you know, it really affects how that plays. Yeah. There's an ice cream truck out front. I, I, I heard that. That's, it's... Very excited. Oh, it's gone. That's bizarre. It's gone as fuck. It's halfway through April. There's still snow on the ground. <laughs> Dude, people in Alaska like ice cream. It's yeah. true. I don't have really an ice cream cone. <laughs> it's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of Alaska things, though, to derail us <laughs> okay. like a little bit. Um, there's a HBO show called Last Week Tonight. Okay. They bought Russell Crowe's oh, jockstrap yeah. from the movie, um, whichever one he was a boxer. Oh, and they're sending Gross. it to <laughs> the last blockbuster in Anchorage on Debar Road. Really? <laughs> they spent like seventy to a hundred thousand dollars on random Russell Crowe shit he was auctioning off, and they're uh, sending it to the last blockbuster in Anchorage. Wow! Are we, we're done Wha- just one? Why? Uh, to encourage people to go. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's a random weird publicity stunt for his HBO show. Every time I drive by there, there's like a ton of people outside that blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, we are such yeah. a strange place. And they're not even selling porn like I think all the other video stores. Like that's yeah. how they yeah. porn that, that's and how blankets. They survive. <laughs> people have <laughs> blankets? You saw that, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's because uh, it's people haven't heard of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the FAQs. It's <laughs> my bad. But yeah, that, that's, that's a major rule. Now, I think that's what pushes yeah. it into like eight and a half edition is because it mm. completely changes the way a lot of people play the game what was the spam there, there there's a, a, a spam fix too oh right? yeah, yeah. so so this is the other big change i think really that pushes okay. it forward is uh the rule of three so kind of like in age of sigmar where they've decided they're going to have some specific rules that kind of govern the game uh mm-hmm. this is one that seems like it's going to be uh, expanded big, on but yeah big big change so unless a unit is a troops choice or okay. a dedicated transport you can only have three copies of a particular data sheet in a normal 2,000-point game. And this crosses over detachments too, right? Because yes. I think they also changed that to where it's only one of each type, right? The, no, 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 the detachments are still the same. Yeah, yeah. So you could have as many HQ detachments as you want. Yeah, but, yeah, if you want to run those. Oh, okay. So, but anyway, go back. But you could only have like three of one HQ choice. So okay. only so three malefic. If we look at the, the, right. the, the okay. yeah, and if we look at like kind of the big things coming out of Adepticon in the competitive scene there. Were like spammed flyerant lists of like what, like six to eight flyerants? Yep, that sounds about right. Holy hell. No, no more. They can only have three max. Doesn't matter how many detachments. And shield captains on bikes max out at three now, too. Yep. Mm. And you know, and it's like. Although three shield captains, that's 2,000 it's points. It's still really. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> give or take fourteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> but but it really, I mean, it doesn't. And this is what I was really impressed with 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 how they handled that issue. Is it doesn't make me rage as someone who no. owns like six yeah. six flyrants. Like it doesn't make me go, well, fuck, my army's completely screwed. Yeah, like they didn't increase the points of it. Well, they did a little for the points, but <laughs> like, but for the most part, they didn't increase points. They didn't increase points of weapons. They didn't try and kind of do anything else apart from, hey, you're limited to three. Sure. And that's, I mean, there's, it's, it's a really good way to handle. It. I mean, I was thinking today, I was like, well, shit, Imperial Knight players are screwed, but they're not, because mm. the the Orangers, they're they're units of one or two. Sure. And at two thousand points. Mm-hmm. There's, there's really, you know, not that many knights in there that you can have, and it's not like you're spamming the same one over and over because. Yeah, That's you have a bunch of models. different options, and you yeah. don't want to run the same knight over and over again. 
So like I said, it's, it's, it's a really elegant fix to a difficult problem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I sold, I sold some Plague Wars crawlers today. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did, how many did you have? Six. So, <laughs> okay. I wonder how many you have now. Three. <laughs> three. I have three left. Oh, wow. I'm going to keep them in reserve just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I was really excited not to see? What's that? Points adjustments for Oryx. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about this. And That's exciting. Because that means their codex is coming soon. I think <laughs> June. Yeah. I, I think is like what you were saying, kind of what we're hearing for, mm-hmm. for Oryx there. I think it's going to be a huge that's what i've heard yeah to, to get off track a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be cool the yeah. orcs only got like one adjustment i think in the faqs and that was just like i think it was a terminology adjustment yeah but like i swear before that there wasn't like units within six inches got the it was something next to them i, I definitely yeah. like because I, I had that issue come up and i was like fuck no you're insane that's not what so, it says and then we looked it up but I, I, it might have been like nine inches or something like that and they changed pre- it to six pre- previously like, it was a six inch bubble that you could use a unit's leadership okay. characteristic mm-hmm Oh, but weird. I don't know if it modified your leadership characteristic it, based on the number of models. It did, and that because I think there was it said that your leadership characteristic is based on how many models are in the unit. So if the unit next to you was thirty, then right. your, their leadership was thirty. It it, cha- it specifically said it changes their leadership characteristic. Okay, cool. So, yeah, then that yeah. So they may have just worded it a little bit differently yeah. so that it cleared it, it up a yeah, little, yeah. clarified yeah. it because like they said, the way I read it before was uh, oh I can use leadership seven over here. What yeah, do? <laughs> when I have well, twenty eight guys, maybe your war boss or whatever i guess sure. yeah but i mean it was super helpful like especially for mech guns and things like that keeping yeah. them like super happy and chill at the back mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so rule of three is amazing some of the wording clarifications are good um some, some good point adjustments some really yeah. good point adjustments fire raptors are now appropriately pointed yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty happy about oh, that i didn't look at the forge world adjustments. yeah, they, yeah. so all the adjustments is are fit on one page and they're very like there's very minimal they're very oh, okay. minimal uh warlocks went up 20 points yeah, um, which hurts me, but is Aww. very fair and accurate. I understand why the yeah. warlock powers are really good. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went up. Uh, commissars went down. Yeah, by a huge, huge amount, amount, like a hundred percent. I think, like, because yeah. the normal commissars they went down a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're free. No commissars are <laughs> no. No, I mean like <laughs> okay. like well, fifty percent off. Okay. Like right. So uh, like a normal commissar is fifteen points, and the lord commissar is thirty, whereas oh. the lord commissar was like. 50 points before oh shit. so and i think the regular commissar was 30 points yeah yeah but yeah it's down to like 15 points for regular commissar like 30 for a lord commissar and which is an hq choice now it makes me yeah. actually want to take him because he's the same points as a company commander mm. yeah right well and they and they fact his uh his summary execution rule mm-hmm. um to where you don't have to do it if you don't want to Oh, cool. Um, because it used to be that he would cap a, you had to cap a guy, and mm-hmm. then they got to reroll the test. But now you can choose not to if you just want to lose the models, because you know that you're probably not going to roll any better than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is like a really nice clarification. So instead of like forcing you to like shoot all your guys? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shoot my guys to reroll the test this anyway, and I'll just lose an extra guy basically every <laughs> oh. time. Uh, the the cool. other things that went in there, there was a couple of like clarifications and kind of for chaos, kind of making them in line with their Imperium stuff. Like the Hellforge Spartan mm. uh, now doesn't have a penalty for moving and firing. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, and like I said, and then a lot of just like little little wording clarifications yeah. more than anything else. I was pretty sad about my feculent Naramaw going up by thirty five points. Yeah, it's fine. Oh. But, but that tree was really good. <laughs> what was it before points wise? Fifty. Ooh, it's eighty five now. It's eighty five points. Oof. 
man, how synergistic. I, I, I <laughs> still, I still have an like 80. Pee-wee's Playhouse where we all have to like, ah, synergy. <laughs> <laughs> I still have an 85 point, uh, like, like in my competitive Nurgle list, I still have 85 points set aside for it. Because it's, it's, it's that good. Well, and it's like you you helped me come up kind of with my Eldari list. I'm like, yeah, this is really good. And like, I remember talking to you like the last day when I'm like finalizing it. I'm like, I need to cut points. And you're like, oh, it's, this is fine. So I cut points. Or I cut a bite to get to the right points. I'm like, right, right on the nose at 2,000. Mm. But now I have like two Warlocks and a Farseer. So I'm like, now I'm over by 50 again. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Options. Yeah, options. options. But it's exciting. Like at no point am I like, huh. And like what I've noticed is a lot of people saying like that they don't really have to change their list mm. or, you know, like I've seen like the major salt, I guess, saying is, yeah. is kind of people who were using some things <laughs> as a crutch yeah, is, sure. is, is what I would say. So, you know, like <laughs> a lot of dark reapers on eBay here in a little bit. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like, well, I think a lot of it, uh, see, none of this is like, none of this is autopilot. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's always going to be some skill involved, uh-huh. but I think a lot of the spam was like kind of a, a crutch where, you know, you find one yeah. thing that works and you just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, this is going to encourage more varied armies. Um, and kind of, like I said, what I'm going to see across the table is going to be different. Oh yeah. Dude. So, uh, so speaking of more varied armies, I think this is going to promote a lot more brigade detachments. Actually, oh yeah, nice. and oh, so dude, yeah, that was so smooth. Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> speaking of brigades and battalions, they up the command points that you get for taking one oh, of those. That's amazing, which is great because which some, was doubled for uh, battalion. So and... so brig- so battalion went from three to five. Oh okay, and brigade went to from nine to twelve. Nice. So like a nice little two and three point command bump for those. I think my favorite thing about it was they were pointing out that some armies have some really neat stratagems and they can't use them because they can't build right. that stuff. They're, yeah, they're mm. too but expensive. then they use custodes as an example. And I'm like, <laughs> show me a custodes battalion. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard enough to fit like a, was it was 1850, like trying to come up with like a regular, uh, was a brigade or whatever. So, to get the yeah, three points. <laughs> yeah, the battalion. Yeah. The battalion. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I have a I have a custodes battalion on my custodes list that I'm in. How many one man? Units? But that's about all you get. They're though. not one man. They're three man units. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Right. But like, if you think about those guys, like three guys is still the same number of wounds as a tactical squad. Yeah. Yeah. So like, even though they it's only three right. models, like, that was an odd man. Like, I I used to hate elites up until like that came out and like they did it right. They yeah. feel powerful. Like all of them feel like little heroes. Yeah. And they are <laughs> my little, little hero. heroes. <laughs> <laughs> my little I'm heroes so my little purple helmet warrior <laughs> pinch you. the little cheeks yeah. <laughs> I would say your name but it would take forever yeah right <laughs> don't worry Steve I'll say your name yeah like yeah, the shit. biggest insult <laughs> they have like a ribbon that you can pull out of the base that's like on a like on a retractor so oh, you yeah. can like you can read their name out for each one of them oh that'd be great yeah that'd be the best <laughs> oh I should have like the little pull th- string, like the Woody doll, where he like, yeah. says his name. Oh. Like, <laughs> I Calvin cleaned the toilets well, got an extra uh, Twix out of the vending machine. <laughs> like, it's really good at spiking in volleyball. <laughs> Calv. <laughs> uh, uh, points wise, Gulliman went up again. Yeah, he's now at a good point level, I think, for what he does. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, he went up to four hundred, right? Four hundred. Yeah. So he's up fifteen points from chapter approved, which oh. was up a uh, which before that was twenty five points. So now yeah. he's gotten four, up to forty points yeah. total. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, I'm really excited to to see the first few sets of games coming back. In fact, more than that, I'm excited to see the army lists that come out from this. 
mm. and kind of where people are. That was my chair squeaking. Like. <laughs> I think it was Alexa ordering you stuff. Oh, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to again see where where the army lists are coming from. Yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I'm too. Like I said, it's like before I was like, oh, God, I'm going to try and squeeze this into brigade. And now I'm just like, I really need to squeeze this into a brigade. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like army list wise, kind of because 12 command points huge. is huge. And um, yeah, speaking to someone who has been running brigades like quite a bit with Tyranids and then Eldar, like the variety of units that you get make it so much more fun. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, this, it was a difficult balance because you had people calling for the heads of like, um, bike captains calling for flyers and like calling for all of this stuff to happen yeah but it's like a difficult position where like how do we not make people feel like their purchases are invalidated mm. right or like you know have to completely change what they're running and you know oh you just want me to go buy eight thousand dollars worth of models you know mm. uh with doing it and i think so like they did a really good job uh, of fixing a lot of the problems um, like, I think the only thing I read is on one of the other local sites, one of the guys was like, oh, well, my mall log's useless now because, like, this interaction and this interaction. And I'm like, dude, if the only thing that happens out of fixing 2,000 small issues with 8th edition is that one guy isn't as good anymore, I'll take that. Like, Meh. night and day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. I, yeah. I've. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And because it's a mall log, I just now have three trigons. <laughs> <laughs> I still go. think they're really good. They they are yeah, but again it's been uh, at this point about twelve hours thirteen hours uh-huh. roughly uh, yeah. so so there's yeah. a lot of knee jerk uh, and sure. a lot of uh, and I said it, and over the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see kind of the the real playtesting feedback I know our local community has adopted all of the beta rules and all oh. of the rules so you know like it's 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 a really positive thing I'm I'm really excited that so this is a big change for us especially here locally in that. Before we would give rules that GW like released like a good month, like if they were core game change rules before we decided to implement them in tournaments. Yeah. But now it's like same day. It's like, okay, yeah, we're definitely gonna use this stuff because and that kind of shows a change in the mindset of Games Workshop, uh, in that they are they're really listening to their community and they're really putting a lot of time and effort into these yeah. rules and it really it shows so much. Mm-hmm. So I mean I have never been happier with the with the game right now. Well, and it's like uh, someone was like really sarcastic because this FAQ was due sometime in March. Oh, okay. Which is when they originally said it was. And then they right. came in and said, hey, it's going to be late because there's some other stuff we need to take care of. Okay. You know, and it's like to, to be able to like not stick to a timeline to, to fix issues, mm-hmm. you know, instead of having big FAQ and then like two weeks later, mini FAQ based on the big FAQ. No, yeah. Right. It's super <laughs> Stack good. Of fixes. Yeah. I think like it all it was all like common sense stuff that people were like really adamant about. Like I don't think I saw too many things in there that were just like caught me off guard. It's like, well, no shit. You shouldn't have like two feel no pain rolls. Like no shit. Like you sure, shouldn't yeah. be able to like spam stuff. Yeah, you know, a lot of it just like, kind of like people have been complaining about that for a while. Like, a a lot sense. of it reiterates, I think, yeah. the intent of the game. Yeah. The only thing that didn't was the the deep strike or the coming in from reserves. Yeah. That that, that took me totally by surprise. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely not. I so we. I don't know about you guys, but I've been hearing rumors about the rule of three thing now for like maybe two weeks. Or I mean, I've been oh, hearing okay. it for two and a half for weeks. Like a week. <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to Danny more. I was like, yeah. So I heard this thing. This might be a thing that happens, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right. I'm like, I'm optimistic about it because, cool. and I think, in addition to cutting down spam like competitively, mm-hmm. it makes the armies look 
more like the armies would in the background maybe and maybe not so like hyper focused on one aspect and gives well it does take away some of the creativity that people can have if they really wanted to have one particular unit it does make armies more fun to play against because yeah. there's going to be some variety there which is cool because you want to see more units on yeah. the table, yeah. different units on the table. It's not like if you pull up and you're like, hey, what do you play? Oh, Eldar. I'm like, okay, so you have like, what, 18 Dark Reapers, 30 Dark Reapers, you know, like, and not being able to guess a list before he even takes it out of the case. Sure. I think like going, I mean, in a way, like, it, it kind of brings us back, like, you know, to like third edition or whatever, where yeah. there was like zero to three on your list, you know, like right. zero to one, you know, so. Like some restrictions. Yeah. yeah. And there was just like the one detachment type, right? And it was just right. like, you yeah, have yeah. to have these. <laughs> Here's your force org. That's yeah. it. Yeah, your force org. Bam. <laughs> that's all you get. Uh-huh. Don't fill it up too fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Don't spend all your slots in one place. <laughs> but what about yeah. percentages? Uh, no, right. we're not playing second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a quick break and uh, get into Inquisition. Cowabunga, dude. Shredding these sweet waves with my board is super rad. But babes can't stand a thirsty bro brat. That's why I drink generic soda. Now with electrolytes. Chicks dig it. Generic soda causes heart disease, lung disease, pancreatic cancer, Alzheimer's, erectile dysfunction, and is the leading cause of thirst. Generic soda may dissolve solid surfaces if contact persists longer than three seconds. The Food and Drug Administration does not recognize generic soda as edible. Do not dispose of generic soda down drains or near animals. You guys want to take an actual break or? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Real life. <laughs> well, I do enough of that. <laughs> Be salty in real nah, life? I guess I'm not salty. But yeah. just, you know, like the, somebody who's wrong on the internet, now I just do it in their face. And like, <laughs> there's, there's so many times, like, and I've been told off by, like, <laughs> I've been told off by people who have yeah. been like, you need to keep a good public outlook. Uh, and be more positive online Where, like 90 percent of the time really i just want to post a gif of some dude just that that, that gif of the guy just spreading salt everywhere yeah. and that's more i want that to be my reply for 90 percent of stuff see i would have figured that i would have got that before you got that and i haven't got that yet <laughs> because i'm intrinsically tied visually oh, to okay. a lot of like local events and things that need to succeed to keep yeah. happening i can't be an outright asshole okay. sure. so I just bitched uh, other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Inquisition. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little less good based on the new FAQ. Oh. Um, but yeah. yeah. They suffer a little bit. I mean, and I know we're going to go mean? into like the fun history and everything. Yeah. Um, but we already I'm, talked about game stuff. This is the I'm, dick joke part. I'm sorry. Well, you know, <laughs> Inquis- Inquisitor. Dick joke. Penis. Penis. Penis colada. Penis colada. I'm so stealing that for a while. Before, like, I I would, like, put them and sprinkle them in, like, other detachments, like, to fill out Mm. an HQ slot or something like that there. Sure. Um, Whereas now, the only real way to take them is as part of a, a Vanguard detachment. Yep. Um, based on, based on, like, in the index, what they have. So you would have, like, your Inquisition HQ and then three acolytes. Sure. Which would fill out, sure, you get your command point, and it's only like less than 60 points for that detachment. Um, but then you have three one man units, which means. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. Are acolytes one man units? Yeah. One plus. Oh, okay. So you can have more, though. You can have unit. more. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but they're yeah, just, they're not great. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, wasn't that, are, are they characters or are they just nope. one man units? Oh, okay. So that wasn't like a shield. To, like yeah buffer which even yeah so so i mean th- they got nerfed a little bit today not not huge amounts yeah um I, they yeah. got beta striked 
beta strikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of betas, um, so, I love the idea of the Inquisition. I was wondering where you're going with that. No, betas. I, I really do, and like yeah. there, there was a quote in Dark Imperium, yeah. right, in the, the new bo- the book that came out at the same time Eighth Edition did, where I think Gulliman said there was like. If the emperor got off his throne, the Inquisition would arrest him for heresy or, or have him put oh, down for heresy. Shit. Oh, um, that makes, yeah. they're, they're like the silent police of 40K. Yeah. They're the Gestapo. Yeah. They are the most British thing in the 40K lore, I think, at all. Like, <laughs> Just like the amount of like subunits and units and bureaucracy that's not like efficient and like redundancies and, and strange back and forths. And... Oh, dude, it's hyper efficient. It's like Judge Dredd <laughs> in 40K. They are the law. When, yeah, <laughs> when you have unlimited authority. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, but I, I think, like in in some ways, like in a, on a micro level, yeah. On a macro level, no. <laughs> like <laughs> it gets really confusing when like three separate inquisitors show up at one scene, yeah, for three different reasons, trying to figure out who the fuck's in charge, and that's yeah, how we usually end up with two dead inquisitors. And and wow. all they're doing is like that. Oh no, sir! I'm sorry, sir. Did you drop that? I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> like these passive aggressive statements. Everybody else is like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, the entire time there's like a power struggle going on between three different factions. <laughs> they like right have a right. shadow war <laughs> as, as penis collada is just like excuse you <laughs> i think you'll find this is my scene um yeah. but i think my like my favorite thing about them is they kind of just like well the best ones anyway they just kind of roam yeah you know they, they they're, like, they're not steel horse they ride yeah yeah like they take their little wanted dead or alive <laughs> inquisitor. Yeah, keep going <laughs> <laughs> Jovi Bond. Spaceship, right. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, no, but it's no, amazing. <laughs> they just like follow like heresy around, and yeah. that, like that's their entire job. Is like yeah, yeah. is just kind of flying around searching for signs of heresy, and what counts as heresy changes on a day to day basis. So I think like uh, like like with so many other things, like it was you know I think like. We've covered the Inquisition in various different ways, yeah, but never actually covered the Inquisition. Sure. We talked <laughs> like about that. Everything we yeah. talk about, it's so uh, ubiquitous, where it's like it's everywhere. It permeates into everything. Uh, I mean, you can't talk about Eldar without somehow like a, you know Ordo Xenos involved or whatever. I mean, we we didn't talk about him on our Eldar, but, anyway, but no, we, like you were talking about it. We're but, like, hey, what are we going to talk about this time? And, and you're like, hey, should we do the Inquisition? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we've already done that. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they just kind of like yeah, they they, they pick up everywhere uh-huh. van dyer when we talk about van yep. dyer he was there talk about sisters he was they were there you know like everything is... but like you talk about eldar and you want to talk about the inquisitor that went to the black library right mm, like yeah. sezvac or whatever like yeah. because the other guy who was airman is after like they wrote a book about that didn't they yeah uh, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the, the only human who's been allowed pretty much in the in the black library yep. Yep. oh that's right okay yeah. yeah so i think like also the they wouldn't give him a card the, like the, where the <laughs> you got a guest pass <laughs> like, he didn't have two proofs of his home address uh, in, unless you have a library card you can't use the bathroom here please yeah. move <laughs> you had to have one of the uh, one of the harlequins sign in for him <laughs> that's what it would be like this is my dad do you have a utility bill <laughs> So the, the the background is kind of neat. Like like I was kind of thinking about this. Like you know, with so many things in 40k, it's the uh, well, the background is murky. You know, like it's and and so it could be anything. And yeah, and forge your narrative. Forge yeah, forge your narrative. And like part of me is almost like that's so convenient and cliche. But you know, the more I think about it, it's like no, that's so 
like rat like and and this is definitely one of those things where the secret organization has a super secret background and you know it, it could here's two possible options for their it would be really disappointing origin. if they were like this is our super secret organization called the inquisition here's our pamphlet explaining exactly how <laughs> yeah. we were founded right and when. right <laughs> Hari krishna <laughs> those guys an offshoot of scientology the inquisition yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely like the shades of gray that the inquisition provides right because you have mm. all these different sub factions and there's the intrigue in between those and then like between the different ordos too like who has jurisdiction on this particular like in this particular case or or, or whatever oh, yeah. else but it's super super awesome like, <laughs> and, that, and that's where it's like the passive aggressive statements on the crime scene between three different ordos right no right. sir i'm sorry <laughs> well, I just, nope there's an eldar fingernail here so ordozinos <laughs> takes precedence I, I but it's them. a demon yeah <laughs> I love them as like just a narrative device. I mean, uh-huh. like if you look at it, like why is this Imperial army fighting this Imperial army? And you're like, oh, well, this Imperial army is under the command of an inquisitor and he has power. And they said, no, mm. you know, and like that's, that's all you need. Cause, sure. Cause that's, that's like perfect thematically correct right there. And like, it is not just like, oh yeah, just it's training exercise. Yeah. <laughs> So they originally came from like there's multiple like multiple different stories, and I yeah. think there's like two that are kind of like uh, pot, like strong possibilities. Um, and actually, between the two, there's like one string that kind of goes through them. Um, but like one of them was that the emperor asked Malkador to start like this brand of inquisitive uh, folk who like to ask <laughs> questions, uh, and he comes back ten thousand years later. No, man, that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> I wanted a band of bike riders that harassed women at truck stops. I, just, <laughs> I, was like, I found a Hardy Boys novel. I wanted you to do that in the future. <laughs> but not like this. <laughs> so part of it was so Makador goes and grabs like 12 people, eight Astardes, and then uh, four humans. Um, and, uh, yeah, which I thought was kind of neat that like Astartes were inquisitors, but then later on, as they started to explain that it made sense, which was great nights. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> At first like, man, you can have an inquisitor. That's a-. Um, so yeah, it was kind of interesting is like you, when they described it, it was like, all right, you have these eight Astartes. They were all from traitor legions. Um, well, no, not all of them. Well, that's how they described it. It was like, they originally described it as all from traitor legions, but you're right. Um, and, and, so but they were like people who had stayed lo- loyal, sure. okay. but the one that was, I think like of the eight, the one that I found that wasn't a, a traitor, quote unquote, was a dark angel. So a traitor. <laughs> traitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he was from Luther. So I think that was kind of like the, oh, room. yeah. So loyal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> but you had like, uh, one guy, well, Nathaniel Garrow, of course, mm-hmm. uh, from the death guard. Um, you had, a. Uh, uh, Revuel Arvida of the Thousand Sons, um, which is Janice. Um, and uh, would, that one had like kind of an interesting backstory. Where she, is she like the secretary? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. he, he. he. Oh, a, I yeah. just heard Janice. Yeah. Well, Imagine in the chick from Ghostbusters at this point in Power Armor. So that Janice is the leader of the Grey Knights. Or Janice? I don't think What's so. Up? Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ted. You were <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so so Janice was of the Thousand Sons and I think like uh or yeah, Avida and I think like it got like s- augmented by the warp or whatever and like it re rebuilt his his visage and then they were like, "All right, well we're just going to sweep you under the rug and then we're going to turn you into like the leader of the Grey Knights. You no longer look like a, the Thousand Sons you once were. Just don't take off your helmet." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd fake a uh vibrato. Um 
Then you had uh, a Condon Cruise of the Lunar Wolves, um, and that was the captain to Horus. Uh, but he was like before Horus, so I guess like he'd run the like. Oh, so he was with the Legion before. Oh, yeah. Before Horus was found. Yeah, yeah. Iacton or whatever his name was. was that, that oh it? yeah yeah that I, might be Iacton it. yeah he okay. was in the, the first few. Books, yeah, yeah. He was like the really old guy. Who yeah, was yeah. Kind of cast aside. Yeah. Yeah, he's super salty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, but he was like, I think everybody kind of like, Horace resented him because he represented like the old way. Right, right. Because he was Terran, I believe. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then Horace wanted his legion to be pure uh, for, from his world. Well, yeah, he wanted them all to look like the sons of Horace, look like him because he liked the guys that looked like him the best. Yeah. yeah. You got to do this thing with your eyebrows. You got to you got to manicure them a little bit. You got to shave your head entirely. <laughs> it's not game. It's for the guy who looks exactly like you. Yeah. <laughs> God, you got it's the biggest narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a uh, uh, Epimeth- Epimetheus, and that was the dark angel guy. Hmm. Um, let's see, Penis uh, Colada. and uh, Chiron um, Ren. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I couldn't find anything about like Chiron or whatever. Uh, and then there were humans. There was Chiral Cinderman, um, who was the uh, iterator for Horus. Yep, yep. Cinderman, yep. Yeah, the one of the people who saw Horus's fall and then got kicked out. Remember, sir, right? Yeah, remember, sir. They got kicked uh, out. I think there was, there was another guy that was remember, sir. But yeah, uh, they this were guy ki- was an iterator or whatever. Yeah, they were. Oh, the, the iterator, iterator right, right, yeah. and like they were on the Eisenstein when it got kicked out towards Terror with Garrow. Mm. So then you had uh, uh, Lemuel Gaman, and that was a remembrance, uh, remembrancer for the Thousand Sons under Ariman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that guy was a badass. Like yeah, I guess he was like cool. one point, like they had he was a demon host, but then they were able to take the demon out, and he wasn't like uh, affected by the warp. And they're like, I think the the space wolves were like, oh wow, you're what do they call him? Uh, weird wraith. You can you can't be affected by uh, demons. Um, but he was also kind of a douchebag. Like, I guess, like, they were trying to hide from uh, chaos, and he had, like, some lady, like, kill her child so that they couldn't, uh, so that they, uh, the, the crying baby wouldn't, <laughs> like, alert the chaos. Well, I mean, I guess Man, at this point we makes... found out where the Grey Knights, f- were, like, figured to rub the Sister of Battle Blood in their armor. <laughs> was from I, this guy. I was going to say, that sounds like our Dark Heresy, can- uh, dark heresy <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, so dark. So dark. <laughs> So this guy became like a little bit of a little like a cult leader uh, later on down the road. Um, and he I think he after that, I think he ended up killing this Thousand Sons guy um, named uh, Proteus or something like that. And so he took the name Proteus, um, I believe, uh, or Promius um, after, yes, uh, killing that guy. Um, and he kind of started like this other like faction uh, underneath him. I think there was the Proteums. <laughs> I think you have to swallow so much of his semen <laughs> or <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> strict entry he, he requirements. The, the, the proteins. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your hair, baby. Yeah. And there was a, a sister Amadero Kendrel of the Sisters of Silence, um, and she was friend of Garrow. I guess like she and Garrow hung out like uh, before the heresy. Um, what do you think they did? Like, did they just look at each other meaningfully? Because <laughs> Garrow was always very stoic and quiet in the, the novels. Yeah. And a sister of silence is, by definition, silent. Just imagine, like, two people Plus, sitting on opposite sides of a table, just with a, a clock ticking in the background. Yeah. Like, and they're hard to be around, right? So, like, you don't want to <laughs> be around a psychic null because it's, it's they suck. <laughs> I just imagine, like, have you ever seen, have you seen Jumanji? Not the new one. No. Oh man, it's really it's so should, good. Yeah, it's really, really good. good. It's really good. I just imagine Gara like giving her a smoldering look. 
and like <laughs> like as the rock and like like and then her like looking meaningfully back at him yeah. and then him being like oh that's disgusting <laughs> i tried <laughs> i tried so hard this was fun We're, i'm leaving now five minutes I, I think it's like uh two 16 year old goth kids at an all-age goth club like uh with a mating rituals of like you know, try not to look the furtive glances. <laughs> like that's all it is. It's like, like so awkward. <laughs> yeah. I really want I like to, poetry. Now I want a diorama of just a really awkward evening of those two hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you really captured the awkwardness of what this would actually be. <laughs> hanging out across the club from each other. <laughs> I think she likes you, man. <laughs> I don't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can't talk. They, they have We're a so match much in made common. in heaven. <laughs> Neither of them have penises. <laughs> He's so tortured. <laughs> I love him, man. So there's like that that dual attraction there of like or like that or like that uh, like they catch twenty two right. Uh-huh. Like she's a psychic null, so that's awful. But she also can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it balances out. Wow. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Cemetery Man? It's like this, like uh, spaghetti zombie movie from then. No, that sounds rad though. Oh, okay. No, it sounds amazing. This this guy, like uh, this guy uh, Franco de la Morte, uh, Frank of the Dead. Um, he's a he's, he runs a cemetery, and this girl like comes in, and like I guess her her husband died, and uh, he's like ninety or something like that, and like she was like twenty, and uh, um, as, like, as nice. you do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he wants to hook up with her he's like oh my god she's so beautiful and she's like i loved him because he couldn't get it up like i was abused as a kid and like i i, I loved him I, I never felt threatened and so like he went to like get himself chemically castrated so that he could hook up with her and i mean that does make sense like yeah that'd be great that's interesting and yeah. then yeah anyway and then it gets like that's goes like- downhill from there <laughs> you're like i could never borrow money from you because i have no money I'm waiting for that lady to come along. I can only be with a guy who doesn't have any money. <laughs> hey, baby, I got all your no money. You got it all right here in this hole. Yeah. And somebody who only has one pair of pants and they're covered in paint. Like, I got you. <laughs> have you met Ted? <laughs> oh, How I Met Your Mother reference. Yeah, you like that? But okay, so we have our initial twelve inquisitors. Yeah, uh, one thing like they pointed out uh, that I didn't realize is like I guess like all the like the eight Astartes um, had their um, was it the uh, uh, progenoid gland removed, and then it's stuck in a vault in Titan, and there's like another progenoid gland uh, inserted into them, but the source is unknown, and like one rumor is is that it's like the origin is the emperor. Yeah, the emperor's gift. Uh, mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah, that would. Oh man, <laughs> that 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 I keep forgetting what the name of that that custodes book that I just or they're not like custodes. Watchers on the throne. Ye, oh. Was it? Wait, wait, that that was that the Inqu- Inquisitor one. Yeah, no, no, no. The uh, um, Carrion Throne was yeah. the the Inquisitor one, and then Watchers of the Throne was the custodes uh, holding back the Corn forces. Oh my god! Did you read that one? Oh, it was so good. Oh, I was just it? finished it oh. like this last week. Hi- highly recommended. Huh. Yeah, I want to read that one. It's pretty good. Um, so, so that was one option for how they how they came about was that uh, um, uh, Macrame or Malkador uh, created them. Got a bunch of ragtag people who had been traitors and decided not to be. Yeah, and then a couple journalists. <laughs> I went like, go it's dispense like, justice. How? How? Oh, no, do whatever the fuck you want. 
Inquisitors. I can't think of a, a group more qualified to become Inquisitors than a bunch of traitors yeah. and a bunch of people that tell on other people. <laughs> it's such a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> it's like a really shitty sitcom premise. <laughs> so, it's like the odd couple. <laughs> okay, so we get it. So, so these guys are going to be cops. But yeah. they're all criminals. <laughs> uh. So we got a whole bunch of like reform uh, pederast to operate this like uh, kitty drop. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's fine. A, they're it's recovered. A day, it's a daycare. It's a daycare. They'll be fine. Good. There'll be no external supervision. I can, I can see that as a reality show in the next five to ten years. No, no, no. They're reformed. <laughs> so the other option is that uh, there were four servants. Um, uh, th- were gathered to determine whether the emperor could be brought back to life. Like, so this is after mm-hmm. the fact. So this is like Malkador isn't so much. Um, he's as part of it. Paste dust at this point. Yeah. So they're they're trying to figure out like, well, we could. Two of them are like, dude, we can resurrect this guy, and the other two are like, fuck that. We have to let everything be as it is and just leave it alone. Um, and it comes to head, and like two of them uh, bail, and they're like, well, fuck it, we're gonna resurrect the guy, and the other two stay home. Um, so the two little piggies that go to the market. I was just thinking that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Promius. So the same Promius from before. Sure. Uh, and then this other chick, uh, uh, Mariana. Um, uh, all I heard was Promius. Oh. And now I just imagine Bromius. him to be like a giant muscular gym guy. <laughs> you get swole. Is she, is she the one from the Thousand Sons book? Mm, I don't just say yes. remember that. Sure. I, okay. I, but she could be. Yeah. Okay. Sure. If you say anything with enough conviction, like yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> she was in a so book. So it is written, and there were sons involved. <laughs> so so there, they, those two are the the uh, the resurrectionists. Like they have their own kind of thing. They go off to do that. Um, the other two start the Inquisition. Like fuck that. We need to stop this. Like in any way possible. We cannot let the emperor come back to life. Um, and then uh, so all these they start all these like all these cults that are into the, they're called the uh, the Promian followers mm, safe <laughs> and uh, um, and then eventually uh, Mariana and Promius um, after they start like what probably becomes like the imperial cult possibly um, they also kind of come to heads too like and they have a falling out uh, they break up um, and because uh, I think like uh, Mariana is like a radical whereas Promi- Promius is like bodacious <laughs> super rad and that word needs to come back so bad <laughs> like, what the hell is that <laughs> I, I do have like seven inquisitor models so i now have a yeah. penis colada i have a bodacious <laughs> inquisitor bodacious yeah. yeah it's all part of the wild stallions <laughs> oh man i am so excited so about excited that, for that. <laughs> like, i think really is, that'll be yeah. like yeah like they're actually in the talks. I think like what is it, Alex and Keanu or did they're both in on, on it. board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we'll was it the guy that played Death is said yes. that he would do it too. We're, we're literally going to have a Mob Rules episode where we just review Bill and Ted. That's trying to relate to 40K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they've been working on that script for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But not Inquisitors. In- Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> so um so they do they split um uh, so and centuries later uh the Inquisition I love this like like the inquisition kind of forgot like why they were created to like stop these guys <laughs> and they've gone on and done their own thing and eventually they they run into like these cults on some distant uh islands um and they're like what are you guys all about like ah oh, we're trying like the emperor is great blah 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 and like oh why don't you become part of us so they adopt them so then it creates this like sect within the inquisition that's all about resurrecting the emperor so they brought him back into the fold 
I mean, but not really. It, it sounds pretty heretical to resurrect <laughs> something that isn't dead. Because <laughs> if you go by, I think the letter of the imperial truth is that he's still alive and watching over. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, well, there's the group of them that wants to unplug him. Oh yeah. So he can be the reborn. Right, it's the Star Child. It's David Bowie. <laughs> Maybe the, one ooh, eye of a different is, color. Maybe he is. is. <laughs> David Bowie is the Emperor. Uh yeah, there's the one group who want to unplug him, the one group who want to keep him plugged. Because they want the status quo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then there's the uh uh I don't know. I, I mean that's a, a, yeah. there's so many different groups like in the Inquisition. They have oh, yeah. a lot Usually. of different like Goals and aspirations, and yeah. So, like, turn ons. <laughs> there's your three main <laughs> long walks in the smog <laughs> with with a heretic or without, if you're a radical or a, or a sandwich, like, yeah, or a sandwich. <laughs> or the long walks on the beach with a, <laughs> a heretic <laughs> oh, and a sandwich, or, 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 or delicus, <laughs> turkey and ham, please. Yeah. <laughs> or really... That's heresy, <laughs> <laughs> or just a really awkward evening alone, uncomfortable it with is. the sister. All age goth club. Those are the Garowins. <laughs> the Garowins. Their goal is to have uncomfortable meetings with women. <laughs> it's a noble goal. <laughs> How big are you? Not. <laughs> it's it's a thing. What's Latin for? I have no penis. <laughs> penis. I don't know. Yeah, so, so, so was there, was there Corpio, corpo uh, solidium? Because I think the penis is corpus spongiosum. It's a medical oh, thing. Shit. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's hilarious for all those med students out they're, there. They're, they're reintegrate. <laughs> yeah, probably because they're like, yeah, he says neck. What a dumbass. <laughs> what is he talking about? The nose. <laughs> but but those guys, so they reintegrate, uh-huh. and now you have like crazy people trying to kill and trying to resurrect, but doing it under the same banner. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows what the hell's going on. Um. So, the, but I think like the they really took hold right on the thirty second millennium. And I think like we we saw like the be- the beast arises like that imperial truth and all that crap like hadn't really taken no. place. They still had a lot of power then, but they weren't. The 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 hard part for them at this point was they had no real military presence in mm. the thirty second millennium. Mm. Um, and we see throughout kind of the beast arises series that they gain the death watch, so they yeah. essentially get their own space marine chapter. Um, and then they gain the Grey Knights as well, I believe, are kind of under the control of the Inquisition mm-hmm. to a point for... And then, and then what was the third one? There's The uh, Third Chamber Militant? Yeah. yeah the, sisters. the Sisters Battle. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, the Sisters. And Ordo Tempestus, sort of? Um, they're often used? I think, I think that they just second those units Because I think that like the Ordo Militant, like the Sisters, are also... I think they're in the kind of the same boat where like the Ordo militants aren't inquisitor but they're often used like they're 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 unique whereas like the gray knights are exclusively for that reason whereas like the sisters actually go and do other things too but they're also like they're this in between if that makes sense Mm -hmm. uh whereas like the death watch like they just kill xenos well i think the sisters of battle are used by the ecclesiarchy quite a bit as well yeah Mm -hmm. so i think that i think that like uh they're like the coast guard or like, I don't even know what that can be. Sure, Ted. Yeah, they get some federal funds. They get some yeah. local money. They're sort of police. They're sort of corpus like, guardus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That that actually means penis. 
<laughs> but yeah, like now they have like as of the thirty second millennium, I think like we see them more and kind of yeah. causing more of an imprint because, uh, well, one they stopped terror from imploding in on itself, but yeah. now that's nice of them. Each of them has their own distinct <laughs> military, very good military faction underneath them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, the the icon though, regardless, that came from Malkador. We do know that like that, right? Right, because that's his personal heraldry. Yeah, was the I for so, whatever reason his name starts with an M. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Latin uh, letter M is an I. Not really. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the I is silent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in oh, or something. What's the name? Imalcador? Okay, Imalcador. No, 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 no. Imalcador. 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 The I is silent. <laughs> or his first name is Ian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Ian Malcador. <laughs> Often mistaken for Doug, <laughs> but no, it's Ian. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, Ian, I told you never to call me that name again." It's Melkador, and this is the- <laughs> it's not a phase bomb. That's his goth club name, Melkador. <laughs> He's like, "I think I'm gonna get robot legs." <laughs> it's not a phase bomb. This is who I am now. I'm Melkador, more like Melkadork. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well you're getting your face paint on the vanity so whatever it is <laughs> keep it to your room oh his mom doesn't like this new kid he's hanging around with <laughs> what's it what's this his name Garo kid it's like ed emperor, emperor. i don't know yeah. well you just tell steven's mother i said hello it's the emperor mom <laughs> No man, now I really want like a Muppet Babies thing. What yeah, things going on. Uh, Dude, I've talked about that for like three years what? now. The like, Primark Babies. Yeah, well, you saw those right? Like somebody had done like a whole bunch of the Primark yeah, they, Babies. They did like, a bunch of chibi figures for them. Yeah, but I think like they didn't sell them. I think like somebody just like made like one offs. But I, I think I've seen like some chibi of like 40k stuff. But yeah, there was like a great one. Like what was I, I like the White Scars one, the Con. Yeah, where he's like on a rocking horse. <laughs> like, that's so good. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, so uh inquisitors come from lots of different places um mm-hmm. from from mommies from horses aren't, uh and back alleys generally orphans uh yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere maybe if that's where acolytes come from um well they might pick them up from the uh, uh what's the place that they send uh commissars to Oh, the, yeah, they, like, the Imperial the Prefectus or whatever. The, the Prefectus. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's and, like the school because they're split into like assassins, commissars, or inquisitors. That's right. Yeah. Which, depending and, on stru- and, storm, through, right? and stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like the most fucked up personality quiz someone probably has to take because they're like, uh, you see a person standing in front of you. What do you do? You like take a shitload of drugs, then stab them with my power sword. Yeah. Shoot my own man. You know, like multiple choice A, B, C, D kind of like BuzzFeed style questions. Sure. And then like they just disappear. <laughs> so they become they become <laughs> acolytes, right? They're like, all right. Then all of a sudden, Steve is gone. And well, I think there's a lot of different it. ways to become an inquisitor. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I think that some people become yeah, like some people become. Uh, uh, like an interrogator or whatever, right? Oh, okay. And they like they might start at that category, mm-hmm. like after they get out of school. I like an um, example of like Eisenhorn, be, right? And then he bought a change of and class also from, at the, from the, uh, recent, the inn. Yeah, the Carrion <laughs> Throne book, uh, Spinoza. Sure. Uh, right. was, is an interrogator with aspirations of being an inquisitor. Mm. Yeah, and well, she oh. wasn't a uh, an arbite before that, was she? I don't think so. There was an arbite so. in the story. Never mind. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking of something yeah. else. Um, but like uh, she was fresh uh, out of Inquisitor Academy, right? Sure, but like you see stuff like uh, in uh, like Eisenhorn, right? 
where like some of his henchmen like gradually become yeah. like like their own like interrogators or whatever and so then they get like an apprenticeship or whatever to become like yeah. an, an inquisitor mm-hmm. as well i think that was kind of it is like the acolyte is like your training ground to become an inquisitor so you're probably picked up out of that that planet become an acolyte and then eventually and that's like the natural progression but like you're saying like that's not the only way you could do it like sometimes somebody comes along and they're like holy shit this guy's amazing let's just make him inquisitor and they have to go through a little tribunal of like all right three inquisitors have to sign off on this <laughs> and then now all of a sudden you have your library pass you get your merit badge oh, man, it's like <laughs> exactly. no jedi knights yeah like that best part when anakin gets his training <clears throat> refused like standing in front of the council of inquisitors mm-hmm. you're like no you're too old to start the training <laughs> uh, too old to become an inquisitor <laughs> too young rather in this case much heresy <laughs> and i think like yeah so inquisitors so then another way is like if you're an acolyte uh and you're hanging out with an inquisitor and the inquisitor dies and you uh grab his uh stuff uh his seal oh, then dude, yeah possession <laughs> is nine tenths of inquisition <laughs> dude, he, he gave this to me before he died i swear he just he swear just to god to me. i'm an inquisitor now yeah <laughs> don't question me or i'll kill you so i think that would be like a really interesting story <clears throat> would be like in the outer reaches or like the far edges of the galaxy of someone pretending to be an inquisitor oh yeah like that, we just because yeah, there's like pulling <laughs> pulling a, a box of women over and like yeah. I'm an inquisitor. <clears throat> you see I mean, your driver's it, license it's, and it's your. It's not like there's like a master directory of inquisitors. Yeah. So like essentially, your badge is your office. But yeah. like an official rosette is hard to get, right? Like oh yeah, you and, have to and, kill and, an inquisitor. They have the okay. blockchain <laughs> on their seal though, so they're able to actually go back to the server and tell. Mm-hmm. The I blockchain thought it projected technology. a hologram or whatever, like you could see it. Like so, it was like, hey, like I'll press this button, and it becomes like a handheld bat signal. Oh yeah, it probably at does. least that's how I imagined it when yeah. they talk about it. In their, books. their personal heraldry, so, sure. Like that, that's a trash can. Like we ran out of really good icons. Like that's all I have. It's yeah, like those weird flashlights that you had when a kid, where you could project like an image on like oh, the. Yeah. I think by weird you mean amazing. Oh, sorry. I, I, I misspoke. You're right, John. <laughs> Corrected. <laughs> but yeah, like I so said, there's not like the, the the kind of the whole thing about being like a secret organization is there's not like a master list of files sure. yeah. of who's an inquisitor and who's not. Um, so that was a thought well, that came across my mind is like, do they or do they not? So like, I think that they do at like the home worlds or, or like, because they like, they have to show like who, like what inquisitors they have and then who's working under them. And I think we'll get into yeah. this in a second because sure. that, that yeah, does sure, come sure, underneath. Sure, sorry, sorry. Uh, some of the the hierarchy there is no hierarchy <laughs> so i just we just answered <laughs> that for son you. of a bitch <laughs> this, comes, this so, comes under my next section there's no answer <laughs> <laughs> there is so no that was section Inquisition. i hope you enjoyed our episode today <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah they're like the so we have ordos i think you're starting to yeah, yeah oh yeah sorry i jumped ahead no you're fine um but i think like i'm just suggesting we're gonna get to the so we have like the three major ordos right mm-hmm. like Xenos, right. I, we, we, I think we should like sing this or something like that, or like sound off. Oh. Or like, like we should, Xenos, it's Ordo Hereticus, Hereticus, Hereticus. <laughs> Xenos. So Xenos is threat without. All right, the, 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 the enemy without, the, right? The enemy without. Yeah. So we have Hereticus, threat within, and uh, Malleus, uh, threat from beyond. Uh, which sounds like an '80s horror movie. But I mean, I, I love it's. It's a really nice division. Yeah, 
um uh, because like you know like for me i'm like demons and aliens come on that's pretty much the same thing but no it's, mm-hmm. it's completely different sure because mm. the signs are different like your order xenos is going to be a lot more it's an eye with a squiggly next to it it's, versus it's, an eye with an undertone yeah. <laughs> it's it's not going to be like a, a, a like undercover investigation to unearth like <clears throat> a demon cult it's going to be like oh this tau planet right here it's going to go jump on down and be like get the fuck off of my rock uh, you, and then I guess the nice thing about like the Tau showing up is that it's like it's free money I think for the Ordo Xenos you know they're like I, I know that I don't have to like lose this gig to the uh, Ordo um, uh, Malleus yeah you know, this, yeah this, this is definitely they don't associate well, this is this is good we're, go- we're gonna keep these guys sort of in the game so that we don't lose our paychecks yeah and so I feel like Inquisitors can pretty much do what they want though like mm-hmm. yeah so like if they encounter demons like they may call in for support or whatever, but yeah. a but a Xenos Inquisitor isn't gonna let like a demon uprising happen, right? I mean he's yeah. still he's gonna do what he can to stop it, even though it's not he's a special to have knowledge about it. Right. And it's not like he's gonna be like, mm. fuck, this is Dale's jurisdiction. Yeah, dude, I don't want to step seen on that Dale's in the... toes. Have we seen <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, example. Okay. Uh I mean I hate to bring it back to this, right? because they're they're old. But like yeah. Eisenhorn books, okay. right? Like like he, they did make a model recently, so sure, sure, they're sure. relevant, right? <laughs> relevant. I'm, I'm, I'm smacking my gavel here. Ordo relevance. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, like at one point, uh, he finds a dark elder homunculus, like mm-hmm. in league with the chaos cult. So he has to fight against the. He has to fight against aliens. Okay. He has to fight against a bunch of heretical aliens, like yeah. who are like demon worshippers, slanesh worshippers. Those mm. big, those weird, like. Uh, Lovecraft tetrapod things or whatever. That's hot. Yeah, oh, lots of tentacles. <laughs> and then he fights against a bunch of demons and stuff like that, and a bunch of like heretical cults. So oh. I mean, he fights against like all the different aspects. And, okay. I mean, granted, the books are all named after the different ordos, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, there might have been some like thematic device being used. But there. does but does he really switch off between them as he? No, I mean, through? I think the thing is, like, what separates them isn't necessarily what they fight against on the day-to-day, but what their end goal is. So, like, you know, if okay. you're, like, a Order Hereticus, mm-hmm. and you're investigating, like, a Chaos Cult, yeah, and you come across a Gene Stealer Cult, you're not going to walk away from it, because it's still your job to get uh, rid of Not my jurisdiction. But, you know, it, maybe that's working towards your eventual goal of finding this, like, her- like demon cult. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, about having smart goals. Sure. I think that that was kind of a neat thing about, like, you know, not having, like, like uh, hierarchy and not having, you know, they're, they're talking about, like, how some of the Ordos and, like, uh, I mean, there's other uh, sub, like, so there's, like, sub-Ordos and there's, like, subgroups within Ordos, like, sub-Ordos and stuff like that. Like, it, it's all, flu- it's fluid yeah. and fluctual, uh, like, fluctuates depending on the need. I think. And then you have minor Ordos, yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. Ordo Cronus. I was going to say, yeah. it's, like, one of my favorite ones because yeah, they're just totally. investigating how to time travel. <laughs> right. Or, like, how that, how, mm. effect, like, people coming back from the past or from the future, like, how that would affect things. And and I think it was, like, going through, like, the list of, like, orders. Because there's, like, unlimited lists. Like, there oh, isn't, tons. like, a definitive. And that's where I was, like, holy shit, this is hella British. <laughs> like, um, it just kind of reminded me of, like, Monty Python in so many ways. Uh, or Brazil. The Ordos of Silly Walks. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, like, you had, like, Ordo a- Aegis. Um, and they were the people who watched the Cadian Gate. Sorry about your job. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Downsize. Yeah. Did you see, again, sidebar here, but, like, yeah. GW on their 40K Facebook oh, page? Oh, yeah. They put a picture up that said, um, like, th- like, hordes of 40K fans looking for an FAQ. And it was, like, a chaos horde. 
Oh. And then it was like our servers in response. And it was just like broken Katie. Oh. <laughs> it was so well done. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, they, yeah. they, they so, were responsible for Katie. <laughs> but uh, to me, there's uh, like there's interest. There's meat on that boat in there. Like, what are, what are they doing now? What yeah. are they? There's other things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So they're not out of a job. So there's the Ordo vending machine repairs, and that's mm-hmm. what they're usually going to. No, not really. Okay, Those so those Ordos are important. <laughs> yeah. I like snacks. Yeah. De- defend the flappy gate at the bottom to make sure no heretic. Make sure they don't. No one heretics <laughs> reach their arm in. Ooh, <laughs> Only one twix. Well, they actually do let people do that, but it's a trap to get them stuck, <laughs> so then they can come and collect the heretics. <laughs> Why is there so much blood on the bottom of this vending machine? Don't worry about it. That twix looks inviting, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm sure you can grab two if you pound the thing hard enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's Ordo Astartes. You can imagine what they do. Um, Ordo Barbarous, uh, they watch over they cut the hair. industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking a little shaggy there. No, 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 I'm fine. Heresy. <laughs> I'll show the way you. the emperor wanted it. <laughs> if it wisps on the ears, if no off skin, of your head. <laughs> like the emperor has no skin on his head, what makes you think you need some? <laughs> <laughs> he can't grow hair. Skull face. <laughs> Ordo Cronus, yeah. yeah. Um, on the order of Cronus, because you but look- they all vanished. <laughs> They're all they learned how to time out. travel. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, I think it's like, like I said, they're defending against time travelers as well. Could you imagine, like, like us in like 2015 or 18? Shit, I gave myself away. <laughs> us in 2018, kind of like inventing time travel. Like, yeah, let's go to the future. You go to the future, yeah. and you just get fucking shot in the face because he's like, you're dangerous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have dangerous ideas <laughs> with your Captain America shirt and. <laughs> So then there's the uh, uh, Ordo Illuminati. Um, what? I mean, yeah. What? Is that a real thing? Dude, wait till the next one. So underneath What's your the, source? <laughs> <laughs> underneath the Ordo Illuminati, there's the Ordo Hydra. Oh. Uh, but they're not talked about since Marvel got really big and bought by Disney. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> uh, so the company who's well known for ceases and desist or yeah. over ceases and desist. The Ordo Hydra disappeared after conf- <laughs> causing market confusion. Uh, two did not show up afterwards. Um, so using strange methods to but stop four chaos. came back. <laughs> uh, it's a really bad Hydra joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, was, <laughs> mine was bad enough. <laughs> you should just, I should have just stopped there. So uh, then there's the Ordo Custodum. Um, and they, they hang out in the uh, palace and make sure all the trash is emptied and the plants are watered. Who custodes the custodes? <laughs> the, the Ordo Custodes, actually. <laughs> I mean, imagine that you work your whole life. You bring yourself up from this abandoned orphan. You get found on this planet by an Inquisitor. You're an acolyte for decades. Mm. You become an interrogator. And then you're given your own basile and you're an Inquisitor yourself. You're like, yeah, go change Dave's trash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, and while you're in there, <laughs> see what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole lot of toilet paper going missing. <laughs> we have noticed that there's a lot of pens gone from the from the office supplies. Deep. Check his drawers and see if he's got anything. Jeff, in there. the custodian, yeah. stuffing his armor with toilet paper, <laughs> so he's a real muscly boy. And, and pens. <laughs> his dad is sl- a slate with like Excel on it, like going through inventory. Mm, it looks as though we're missing three staplers, forty-two Jeff. pens. Jeff, Fuck. why is your wrist computer drawn on in Sharpie? Don't <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a dry erase sharpie. Uh, so then there's the the Ordo uh, Excorium, which overlooks uh, Exterminatus. Ordo uh, that, that's a Machinum. 
Sorry, that's such a plush job. You're an inquisitor. You oversee exterminatus. Was that planet destroyed? Yes. <laughs> Why? Good job. Well, like, yeah, but, you, yes. but like, if, if it was destroyed unjustly, yeah. like, you'd have to punish those, I would imagine. By right? exterminatus. Right. That's <laughs> an awesome job. I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's, that sounds like the that's best like, ordo to be Yeah, in. that's like a desk job. Like, right. you know, you're getting paid the same as all the other ordos, but uh-huh. you're literally just making sure some other guy presses a button. Oh, yeah. Right, it does it right. Yeah, follows the follows the. Well, I mean, it's probably a prayer book, but like, <laughs> you know, says the right sacrament and spills the right oil. God, you like imagine like how many like self defecants like happen when like a ordo uh, exterminate your planet like shows up to like refuel their spaceship. <laughs> like, wait, is that one of the destroyer hi, planet hi, ordo guys? Hi, welcome to our or- our planet. Whoa, I'm an inquisitor. Oh, what ordo? Don't worry about it. Ordo blow up your planet. <laughs> fuck! 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 That's why they use the Latin name now. Excorium. Yeah. <laughs> so, so nobody knows. Yeah. Dude, I'm just stopping. I'm just stopping. We're going to Olinor. <laughs> um, so then there's the uh, uh, Ordo Militarum. Ordo Originatus. Oh, this is where it, like it got really good. There's okay. Ordo Originatus. I think. Did you make mention of that? The uh, uh, who tried to figure out why the Inquisition was created and how. That is the most bureaucratic wow. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then there's the Ordo Redactus, who try to keep it all like uh, censored. I was going to say those are like the inquisitor, inquisitorial ombudsman. Like, I like just love just the like, idea that there's, <laughs> there's a whole a whole Ordo who are like, where did we come from? Why are we here? And then there's another Ordo right across the mic. Don't worry about it. Stop fucking asking. Yeah. Hey, is that a piece of paper you wrote on? Let me see that. Sharp, black yeah. Sharpie, the whole thing. Like <laughs> Redacted, redacted. That's what the rosette does. It's yeah. actually just a Sharpie. Like, they pull off one end of it and they can, like, cross stuff out. Wow. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So, like, as they're going, like, one person is on one end of, like, the scroll. Yeah, like, the scroll, like, right? And the other guy's <laughs> on the other <laughs> end. Like, they get paid uh, for this shit? <laughs> yep. He's <laughs> just like... Stop it. These are important. Stop it. <laughs> Stop pushing. These are important functions of the imperial bureaucracy. Of the administration. Now I really just want to film like someone writing and be censored. Hey, are you done with that pen? No, get away. <laughs> Many a slap fight were had. <laughs> Until after like 200 years, they're just like, fuck it, I don't care. God, anymore. just why, erase it. Why did we give these guys the same office space? Why did we think that was a good idea? Really, <laughs> really bad 96 call, my dear. Alternatively, it's not so nice, and they're just like shooting each other over this, like <laughs> yeah. constantly assassinating each other. But nobody else knows. Right. Nobody knows what's happening. Or cares. Because it's all redacted. <laughs> right. No. Man, those guys are slightly better at this. <laughs> it was written down and then it's shredded. So then there's the uh, uh, the Ordo Scriptorium, who monitors communications. Ordo Scriptusum uh, oversees the records. Order Spiltorum monitors plagues. And spills. I mean, that sounds. <sighs> they're like, they monitor- <laughs> there's an oil spill. Like they have to go like coordinate off. <laughs> Ordo plastic and whale guts. <laughs> but no, it's just like if you have the Order Hereticus who are already yeah. tracking demon stuff, like they must look down on those guys so bad. What do you? I track plagues. Oh, I track that plus like three other fucking things. <laughs> Get on my goddamn level. <laughs> Baby steps, man. Baby steps. This is why you don't play with the big boys, son. <laughs> why don't you go track track another plague, dipshit? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
This must be what it's like to be in like Congress or something like that, where you like you have all these other like senators are like, yeah, we have a subcommittee that uh, researches waterfowl, and like, oh, we're part of Ways and Means. We have all the money. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you guys with all the money. Um, yeah, we got got ten bucks and a pack of stamps (laughs) from Ducks Unlimited, (laughs) but we know where plagues have been (laughs) and ducks. (laughs) <laughs> or the waterfallius did you say a waterfallius yeah. <laughs> yes yes i did <laughs> that stealth penis joke so then the lastly uh order uh, really not lastly but order sicarius which is for assassins um, i thought it was for i kill sicarius <laughs> yeah <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> think of all the cool tanks uh, something that was like super cool and came up through some of the the, the heresy books yeah. is gulliman had set up his um <clears throat> like like imperium secundus like for like <clears throat> setting up by himself for when that goes away he had his own mini inquisition as part of that oh because kind of like re- like again knowing that for this shit to run and to run right mm-hmm. he needs like people to get their hands dirty okay so like this idea of an inquisition is kind of integral to, to how these places run huh. yeah just i think it was an unremembered empire i don't know um, but yeah like gulliman had his own little dirty inquisitor task force <laughs> he really did think of everything mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess i guess it's important i mean if you have like some of those guys in your pocket because like I mean, even Gulliman isn't above the Inquisition. You know, like an Inquisitor can show up and tell Gulliman to stick it, and Gulliman has to stick it. I mean, I mean, he, he, the he, Inquisitor would probably get shot by forty <laughs> Marines. <laughs> yeah, before Gulliman stuck. I don't think. I feel it would be kind of that asshole. It's like you can go stick a gun. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go find a stick, and then like all of these yeah. Marines would surround the guy, uh, would come back and be like, I didn't find it. Oh, you're dead. Oh. <laughs> it's a real shame. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, shame, he shame. has to listen to him, but he does have that big bolter strapped to his fist. Um, so then, like, so after Ordos, we have the uh, uh, the cabals, conclaves, and cells. And I think this kind of gets into like what you were saying about like the the local uh, archive of who's who is like within because like you have like so you have your your different Ordos, and that was kind of like what you what you like. It's it's your personality traits intfs or whatever and uh but then like after that like you have like your regional like um assistant uh, to the regional inquisitor yes <laughs> and that'd be like your conclave it's inquisitor lord so it'd be like all the all the inquisitors in your area like all get on like uh the next door app and like they have their their inquisitor next door um and then, uh, like after that, then you have like uh, then you have cabals, which are kind of like uh, it's gonna be like we're getting into dark Eldar now. <laughs> Man, so, I love catalytes. Huh, huh, interesting that there's a correlation between the two. Hmm, kind of, kind of unnerving. Um, but yeah, there's like a more secretive kind of group of uh, inquisitors. I mean, how fucked up do you have to be to be the secretive part of a secret organization? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a special kind. Yeah. That's the answer to that. <laughs> special kind. It's like an eyes wide shut kind of a thing. Mm. Uh, they're all wearing just like the little masks. Yeah. And they, all their Inquisitor keys are in the bowl. <laughs> they all have cat masks. <laughs> they're all wearing like six inch lifts to make them look taller. <laughs> Tom Cruise joke. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just started thinking of a bunch of furries for some reason. <laughs> like, that's uh, a, that's a different Ordo. <laughs> they're called Jakaro. Uh, they're not really oh. they're not really erased. They're just a whole bunch of Inquisitors and in fuzzy costumes. Are they an acolyte or a pet? <laughs> yes. 
It can be both. Okay. I mean, Scooby-Doo can be a friend and a pet. <laughs> I mean, anything can be your friend. Right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful, man. <laughs> pet rock. Mm-hmm. I love lamp. <laughs> so so also so we have the the, the those uh, cabals, and we also have the cells, and the cell is a little bit more transparent group of dudes with a mission versus like the super secret uh eyes wide shot version um they're yeah. exhibitionists and yeah. cells yeah they're Got the it. guys who are like you know like that tv show archer when he keeps telling people he's a secret agent and they gotta stop telling people you're a secret agent mm-hmm. they're the guys who are like hey <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an inquisitor i'm an inquisitor <laughs> i'm here in this town looking for a chaos cult that formed about two weeks ago you know anything about it they never do really well because they give each other away really quickly. Yeah. That would be the kind of inquisitor I would be. And then yeah. when I didn't yeah. get results, I would just start burning things. Hi, I'm an inquisitor. Hi, hi, hi. I'm looking for answers. Hi. Ooh, Anybody? <laughs> I could see you, Danny, being an inquisitor and your superiors being like, you haven't found anyone. You're just looking over the first person to your right, shooting them and be like, who's him? <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> May the emperor have mercy on his soul. Then going back to your book, uh, as you sit there and like write stuff and then mark it out. I, I can't. I have proof right here, but it was redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Please get this man out of my oh, office. <laughs> promote, promote him immediately. Yeah. It's the best order reductus inquisitor I've ever seen. He redacted his own. Oh That's God. dedication, man. It really is. Can't be proven wrong. <laughs> I just want him to appear like so. Like the guy's filling out his form, and then he turns around to do something, and this, this little inquisitor pops up from under the table and just really sharpens things real quick, and then ducks back again. And he's like, "Oh fuck, it's redacted already." To be fair, the inquisitor themselves would not do that. They would send somebody else to do it for them, right? I mean, because you have. Like people, maybe like that a stuff servitor for with sharpies for fingers. <laughs> oh my god, it's a perfect redacting machine. <laughs> it spits white out. They were, oh my god, they were too busy wow. asking themselves if they could. They never asked themselves if they should. Redaction always finds a way. Uh, like what? Like it's like Neptar from like uh, Adventure Time, pie throwing robot. <laughs> that is the most perfect machine ever made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so an inquisitor, uh once again, like they have ultimate power, ultimate jurisdiction. Uh they could tell a high lord to suck it or uh Robo Girly Man. Um but I think like in, in a way, there's kind of like this this uh balance. Like so if if they start to get out of hand and start like demanding too many things or like unrighteous things, like they do have the fear of the Astartes saying, mm, nope, dead. And Well, I think even if they get out of hand, they'll be like, oh, he was a heretic. Prove me wrong. He's dead now. Mm. Right. I think there's like there's like a, like so much they can get away with. Yeah. And then it just becomes like obvious that they're like they're fucked up. And, you know, like you can't cover your trails forever kind yeah. of a thing. Well, it's uh, like if you go against <laughs> like a high lord as an inquisitor. Yeah. Then like it might be the thing where like, oh, yeah, take me away. I'm going to go grab a bag. And then you end up dead in the room. Mm. So like I said, it's, it's like. The system's like super weird where these people have ultimate power and they, they can do whatever they want by the letter of imperial law. Yeah. But it's still a case where if they go after the wrong person, they will be murdered very quickly. Sure. And by their own people, too. Yeah. Like yeah. They're self-checking for that reason. Yeah. You know, I think they like they know that like if they go too far, like they overreach, like it, the, the gig is up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Just trying to protect their spots. Yeah. 
so in lieu of not having a hierarchy, uh, they do have something of like a. I mean, it seems like it's all like based on the individual like thing, right? Like it's like what do we need here? Okay, like let's create a thing that deals with that thing. Um, and then, but outside of that, like everybody's like it's about influence and like what you kind of done. So you have. Um, you know, people understand like a Lord Inquisitor is more important than an acolyte or like sure. uh, the the Ordo vending machine in Guardius. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like you know grandmasters who are above them, and so like there is kind of like an understood thing, but it's it yeah I don't know if it's like on a spreadsheet where you can look at the. I mean, I think this is like very Game of Thrones ass. I don't think they have like an org chart. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there's not uh, like a two direct reports kind of like right, right organizational structure. <laughs> like I know, like they don't they have an Inquisitor sits on the High Lords, right? Or is that yes? Or, yeah, like oh, okay. So there's an they Inquisitor. Have a representative on they, the they have a representative on the High Lords Council. So I think it's just kind of like the most senior person <clears throat> at Terra, and I think it's. It all goes back to the self-checking, where, like, again, the, the higher up you are in any kind of imperial position, the more in danger you are. Uh-huh. And, you know, the the self-checking part means that the, that person isn't really going to rock the boat more than they have to. Otherwise, they're going to end up getting, like, you know, murdered by 15 different people. Mm. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's absolute power, but it's more, I, I believe, an illusion of power. Because when it really comes down to it. What do you mean illusion of power? Well, I mean, they, they have, they can go requisition armies. They can go fight here. They can go fight and do that. Yeah. But they can't really enact any real change. So that's where the illusion of the Inquisition like, power like comes from. Like social change? Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Like, they, they can't go overthrow all the High Lords. They can't go do all this stuff here. I mean, they can <clears> threaten to do it. So they, it's like the court system, where, like, yeah. the court system can tell you yes or no or whatever, but they can't legislate from the bench so to speak right right exactly okay. so like while it's 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 security theater almost mm-hmm. you know, they have all of this power and yeah they can do a lot of stuff but they can't really enact anything real mm-hmm. they can fight the imperium's battles um but like when they're fighting the enemy within uh, yeah. they're, they're just really searching out people that are trying to affect the status quo of the imperium so it seems like it's like a soft kind of change. Like if there is a change, like you know, it, it's it's like a soft change versus like that vulgar like change that like the high lords can come along and mm-hmm. like, all right, now everybody's gonna pay two shillings and they have to have red cars brought to you by Chevy. And whereas like the the Inquisition, you know, they can go and like do all their uh, inquisitoring and discover things, then bring it out and like let the other legislators mm-hmm. kind of do what they will with it. So it's like a soft yeah. kind of... And I think just like the assassins are there to kind of keep <clears throat> planetary governors in line, people are going to be in line if they know there's thousands of random inquisitors going about able to do whatever the fuck they want whenever the fuck they want. So oh, you yeah. better toe the goddamn line. Uh-huh. Um, but like I said, I think it's just another tool to kind of... A little puppetry. Yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. Like when we did the Breast Rises, you know, they were talking about like the, the inquisitors. You know, what what was her name? Uh, I was bad with names, but the uh, inquisitor chick. Wyland? Um, like or she, yeah. she was constant. Like there, there was that, that uh, um, uh, you know, like she was hunted for a while. Yeah, and, by the Inquisition, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think like whenever we talked about inquisitors, like there was, and even with like uh, the Carrion Throne, like there were inquisitors that were like kind of like over each other and like they were kind of vying for territory mm-hmm. and like vying you know like they were always looking over their shoulder which yeah. i guess is the imperium in general yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it, how unless you're a hive ganger i think like, <laughs> even then but yeah so that's all i got on, on inquisition inquisition my, my favorite was making fun of all the different stupid ordos <laughs> yep ditto <laughs>
It's good. It's good. And also uncomfortable dinners. Really? I'll always remember uncomfortable <laughs> dinners. Remember between the, the, the two original Inquisitors? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, your psychic null and your dude who doesn't talk and has no dick. So, do they uh, ju- so with Sisters of Silence, do they have mouths? Yes. Yeah. Okay, they just vow not they to They vow not to, not to Because in the Beast Rises book, they broke their vow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And part of their thing was they came back and they retook their vow in front of the Emperor, and then they were able to help. And I think that that chick, the uh, Kendrel or whatever, like she broke her vow too. I yeah. guess at some point, so probably because she, she was a- like, "Would you stop chewing with your mouth open?" <laughs> <laughs> My God, fucking stop, Garrow. No means no. <laughs> and they're like the best old married couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'm good for Inquisition. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. I, you know, it's kind of weird. Is like they're like the CD uh agency like they have like all these like mixed plots and everything but in a way like i felt that they were like the less bullshit like less shitty of like a lot of the lore like everybody seems to have this like the shitty aspect that like that just undermines any integrity whatsoever but it's um, it's almost as though like you know by looking at it they're like i mean some of them are dirty though ted yeah no on an individual level you're right totally sure but as like an organization, I didn't feel that that was the case oh, so much. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, other than like the slaughter of millions of innocent people <laughs> for like seeing a demon or something. All right, there's that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's a great place to leave it on. Yeah. Demon slaughter. All right, All right uh, we're going to cool. take a quick break. we right back. Yay. Man, ladies kept checking their drinks. Thanks, Bill Cosby. Hey, buddy. Have you tried chocolate? It's a natural aphrodisiac that doesn't trigger any of the FBI's chemical tests. Wow. Thanks, guy. Where are you going? To the grocery store. Chocolate for that special lady that doesn't know she's special. Yet. <laughs> hey. God, we are back. Yeah. yeah. Woo. That was pretty cream. full. I mean, I know Maybe I want to talk to Danny a little bit about, like, orcs and tabletop stuff, but then we got dropped with this massive FAQ. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Across things, and man, I got so excited about that. Oh, yeah. So, well, I know there was someone asking. next time. For the yeah, semi someone, all day. Someone yeah. was asking us uh, <laughs> how to play orcs and kind of some good orc stuff, and yeah, that can wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. They're, I, I've only lost, I think, like one game in 8th edition with orcs. Like, I think they're they're definitely doing really good. So. They're, they're real good. There's yeah. just you no know, ways to run. It's yeah. all, it's all you know. For sure. Lots of Gretchen. That's the that's the answer. Whoa, that is <laughs> that not is the answer. not the answer. <laughs> did you, did you see that like that article that somebody wrote? They math hammered what it would take to have uh, two thousand points of Grotz versus a uh, Warlord Titan, uh, and like they actually uh, they math hammered that, and they didn't give you the total answer, but we followed the math through, and it like within two and a half turns, the Titan was dead. You literally couldn't fill your deployment zone with that many grots. <laughs> in a but you wouldn't be able to get enough grots within base to base contact. Part of part of their their uh, their math was that the and this is where I think it kind of like fell short um, and and went to the grots favor. Like in their math, they showed like the titan shooting and then running into hand to hand and stomping a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were only able to kill like twenty six a turn or something like that. <laughs> only. <laughs> but the grots That's were, not even a whole unit. It, it took yeah. ni- it took ninety grots to take off one wound, and I think like you ended up with multiple. Like, I, yeah, I think it you had like what sixty wounds on the warlord. Yeah, something like something that. something like that. So be like thirty five hundred grots. 
it was oh man I, I, I have to find it but it was like yeah it was was it 2000 points it was like 6000 points or something like that of like grots 2000 grots is what it came out to be mm-hmm. that sounds about right yeah, yeah, right yeah it was a lot i mean i don't think with a 12 inch blaster i don't think you can get all of your grots in there <laughs> so but they had done like the math to figure out like how many you can get into like based on their so, like slightly less than one inch circle bases. I mean, so the answer to, to how to get good at orcs is run two thousand grots. And your opponent plays only a warlord. Or no, no, it probably <laughs> works because you would literally have four thousand points more than your opponent in most cases, which I feel even with just grots would be pretty good. Yeah, that could win. That uh, could win. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> So cheat horribly. <laughs> That's your answer. Um, all right, so uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks here with yeah. episode 74, 75. Whichever. Well, whatever it is. 70 something. Uh, yeah, for Mob Rules, I've been John. Hi, John. Hi. Uh, bye. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, right. bye. Bye. Bye, Danny. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out and we will see you in two weeks.